Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner, Gabe, and Ben. Today is Wednesday. We're going to look into the upcoming weekend, talk about the upcoming football games, college, NFL. Uh, we are we do have a couple things that we're going to talk about in other sports today. Uh, I'm just going to kind of jump straight into it. Uh, we had a what? Are we sticking with Tanner first? Is that an official? I don't know. I'm trying official? it out. I'm going to see. I'm going to see if it. Uh, I'm going to see if it if it rolls off the tongue well. I don't know. I gave it just two weeks in a row now. We'll see. Gabe, how do you feel about being replaced? I don't care. Oh, right. I'll, pro- I'll probably whichever one delays me more. I'll put them second every day. <laughs> that one I'm always like, yeah, yeah. If it tickles his pickle, just roll it. All right. Well, with that, I am going to go to Tanner first. Uh, Tanner, we had uh, some big news in the NBA today. Take us through it. Woj yeah, bomb. So- yeah, Damian Lillard is no longer with Portland. Uh, so he was traded. It was part of a three-team trade. So Portland will receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and Tumani Kamara. I think that's how you say his name. And then Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round draft pick and swap draft picks in 28 and 30. The Suns will receive Nurkic, Grayson Allen, um, Sir Little and Keon Johnson. So yeah, and then obviously the Bucks get uh, Damian Lillard. I'm happy for Damian um, because I do. He he was never he was never gonna get past the first round. He was never gonna get past the second round in Portland. Like right. it just it wasn't gonna happen. They just didn't have enough. And especially with how the NBA is, I would love to see. I, I really want to see Damian get a ring. I really do. Okay. Um, and he would, that was not going to happen in Portland. Um, I do think his heart was in Portland, but they just, obviously they just were not willing to put the pieces that they need, needed to around him. So, um, I don't know. Like, I know, I feel like there's some hard feelings there, um, especially with, uh, something that he posted because he posted on Twitter. Um, Hey, let me, I don't know, man. I feel like as a fan base, you can't get mad at the dude for mm-hmm. wanting out at this point. Like, dude has given everything. everything. That he's been, he's been has very everything. loyal. Yeah, very loyal yeah. to them. Too. He he has come out and said multiple times that he wants to stay in Portland, but he yeah. also wants to win. He could have forced, like, he could have forced his way out like five years yeah. ago. Especially after they traded CJ McCollum too. Like yeah, at yeah. that point, I was like, "Ooh, yeah. this is this is over." That was the point. Yeah, that was the point. I feel like to him as well. They gave up. Yeah, that was the point that I think he was like, "All right, like this is never nothing. Nothing's ever going to change." So I'm happy for him. He basically, I'm trying to find the actual. Did you say the Bucks had to give up Drew Holiday? Yeah, okay. yeah, they gave up, and I'm so okay. I will put this out there as well. I, I like I I don't like. I, DeAndre Ayton needed to get needed to get out of Phoenix. I'm sorry, Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton was a very big problem, with Phoenix dude, because in the regular season he was fantastic, but he never ever showed up in the finals. Never shut up in the finals, and he is one of the reasons that they lost that final in the finals that year. So, I really think DeAndre getting DeAndre Ayton out of Phoenix 
is going to propel Phoenix so, as well. So what did the Suns end up getting out of this? So the Suns got... Uh, and Grayson Allen. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, Grayson Allen. You is that it? Of, they didn't get any draft picks or anything? No, the Suns got... got swaps this, stuff, I think. The Suns got Nurkic, which Nurkic, he's... He's really, really good. Is he DeAndre Ayton? No. But he can still fill that role You're, that DeAndre Ayton yeah, had. Yeah, he's good. And then uh, Keon Johnson. Now, Sir Ooh. Little, I think that's how it's either Sir Little or Sir Little. Um, I don't know a lot about him. So another but, thing for Phoenix is I know they were pressing the cap with just their five starters. Yeah. So now they're getting rid of quite a bit of money with DeAndre Ayton okay. and still getting quite a bit, like, some depth as All well. Because right. they just extended DeAndre Ayton last year, too. Right. So now they've got they got out of that. Nurkic is not going to cost near as much. So um, I'm really so, excited for this for this so basketball season. Man. I've got a couple of questions coming from somebody that doesn't pay <clears throat> super close attention, attention to the NBA. What's up? One okay. is how like, – I know this is a – Pretty big deal. How big of a deal is this? That's massive. Yeah. It is massive. The biggest reason that it is so massive, though, is because for years, Damien has pretty much pledged his allegiance to Portland, basically saying he's going to finish his career in Portland. He's not chasing a super team. Like, he hated the right. idea of super teams and what it's done to basketball. Now he's pretty much on a super so team. Does this put so, the Bucks on the same level as the Nuggets? The bulk, oh, bigger, bigger, bigger level. One hundred percent. I would say bigger. If, I don't know if you can say bigger. So the Milwaukee Bucks that obviously have won a championship in like what the past three years, or was it two years ago that they won it? Um. Anyways, but they have to give it was, up. It was the year before. It was two years ago. They gave up. Um, Drew Holiday, which is a bigger piece than I think people will realize, and Damian Lillard is awesome, and having him with Giannis is crazy. But that Denver team is oh, legit. Now you still had no, Jamal Murray still have, and Nikola Jokic, and you then still Michael have Porter Jr. Um, who's the power forward? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You still have Chris Middleton, which is a knockdown three point shooter. You still now you add Damian Lillard Lillard onto that, which is a, a brilliant the, facilitator. They're gonna dom- and Giannis. They're gonna play. dominate the East. It's no question. One hundred percent. They are. They're. It will be. Yeah. It will be. If it's not, and this really pains me. This is coming from a Celtics fan too. Like they are going to dominate the. East. If it's not, if if it is not, it, God, this hurts my soul to say. But if it's not the Nuggets and the Bucks in the finals this year, I'll be surprised. The Lakers did take a massive step forward with what they done in the offseason, but I still don't think they have enough to beat Denver. I'll be surprised. I would like to see it happen because you know Go you know Go James gonna do what he does. You y'all already know that. You, Cry. You know my man you know my man gonna do what he already does. But anyway, um it's I really think it'll end up being probably the Nuggets and the Bucks. Alright, I've heard enough LeBron talk already. By the way, I did see that Jimmy Butler made a post today complaining, saying that the Bucks were tampering. tampering. <laughs> the tampering. Yeah. Because everybody kind of thought that Damian Lillard was going to the to E. e right? yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, my, my other question coming from somebody that doesn't pay attention to the NBA this, that much. You, you may not even know this answer, but if you do, please enlighten me. Why... Why do trades in the NBA so often feature three teams? Why is that such a common thing? 
to get around cap space and teams are looking to add different things. So like one team is looking to add a star, another team is looking to get rid of cap, and then another team is looking to add to their depth. So it just kind of makes it easier to like, hey, we can give you a few of our like six to seven best guys that are going to be key pieces on your team. We're getting rid of some cap so that we can acquire this star and then, like, you give up draft compensation or something else to the other team or something like that. Man, I don't know. It's just – it's all – the NBA trades are always just so complicated. And it, yeah. it always seems like they're completely uneven. Like, there's a clear winner and a clear loser every time in these NBA trades. It, I, I don't understand. Most it. of the time. It looks that way, but most of the time, the people that you – like, it looks like they're getting screwed over, they actually end up winning the trade pretty big the other way. So, like, it, it's really weird. Most of the time, you have at least, bare minimum, one of those teams that are in a complete rebuild. And they know they're not contending, if you look. Like, they're right. one of, you're going to get one of those teams. Well, that's that what I'm even talking about, is e- even the teams that and are poor, going for their full rebuild and, like, are getting draft compensation, the draft compensation that they're getting isn't good enough yeah. for these star players that they're giving up. Like, I don't understand it. Well, I mean, there's not well, a lot of draft compens- compensation that you can get for, that's going to take the place of Damian Lillard. Yeah, and right. for the Blazers, too, is, like, they're getting rid of Dame but they're also getting some compensation back in draft picks, and they're getting DeAndre Ayton to kind of like three keep the fan base players. around, if that makes sense. So, like, if you just trade away Damian Lillard for all picks, is it going to be exciting a few years from now? Yeah. But then the team doesn't have any, like, star to get behind. Even if DeAndre Ayton's not a superstar, per se, at least he's a big name that the fans can be like, hey, See, at least... Not not even, not even the... that. It's just... Not even that. It's just... It's not fair. Because See, you're literally trading a known superstar, one of the best shooters in the game, that just absolutely... I mean, he can shoot from the logo. Yeah. He's probably, I would say, maybe the second or third best logo shooter, or just shooter, in the NBA. Oh, he's... But, I like, but at the same time, best. like you can't trade, you can't trade that away from unknowns for unknowns. Like yeah. you, you can't. You have to have the compensation yeah. of like a, Dreon, a DeAndre Ayton and a Drew Holiday, those guys that are well known to make the trade even. So you are at least getting some kind of compensation. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I understand what you guys are saying, but I still like. I think it. By the way, all that stuff is set up. I think that that's one of the biggest issues with the product in the NBA. I just think it leads to bad products. I also, I, I don't like it. I'm not 100% sure about this, but it could have something to do with just the NBA just straight up overriding it if it's two teams. They're like, oh, you're obviously trying to tank and just get rid of... You may be right, they, because they the, NBA is like, trade. the NBA is like the only league I've ever heard of that just completely overrides the trade. Yeah. Like, they just won't let it happen, so... It could just be they throw that third team in there to be like, hey, look, we're not completely trying to tank because we added this other team in here and got some players back, and it's like, that doesn't really you mean guys, I don't remember how long ago this was, but I remember Chris Paul was on New Orleans. Remember the, the trade they got in? He was going to go to the Lakers. He was going to go with the, to yeah. the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that would have been yeah. insane. But the thing is... That Shaq like, was on that, that team as well. Yeah, that super team... Even though it would have been a super team, we've seen bigger super teams since then. Now, though, but you, yeah. you got to think at the time, though. At yeah. the time, it was crazy. That would have like that yeah. was 
better than any other super the, team ever. Like, the yeah, only yeah. super team that I would say that I've seen that would have been better than that was Warriors. the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond, 100%. and then whoever played That's the five. The, ho- hopefully, but, hopefully, we never see a team that good ever yeah. again. That but, was the best NBA dude, team. Yeah. Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, and Shaq. Whenever Shaq was in his prime, Chris Paul. Are we was, sure Shaq was still on the Lakers at that time? He, I what he was really? Yeah, I didn't think he was, but he maybe was. he was. Okay, what I think time, when when, when the trade I, I was knew, initially I thought this was supposed the Pau to Gasol years. I thought it was during that time. They were giving up Pau Gasol to get Chris oh. Paul, but no, Pau Gasol wasn't on there the same time as Shaq. There's no way. No, there's no way. Uh, he may have been. He may have been. I don't think Shaq may have been with team. the Heat at that time. Not. I'm pretty sure Shaq was still on that team, and because the no trade way. didn't go through, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna like trade you." So you think Shaq and Pau Gasol were on the Lakers at the same time? I can't remember. That's I. I, I want I to say because I'm pretty sure Pau Gasol was included in the trade package for Chris Paul, but I'm also pretty sure that Kobe Bryant and um, Shaq were initially on that team when the trade was supposed to go through. Yeah, that would be really wild. If that's the case, then I wonder the NBA vetoed that. But. No, it was Larry Odom. Okay. <laughs> that's who was supposed to be traded into the thing with for Chris Paul. So Pau Gasol was staying. No, Pau Gasol was... wasn't there. He wasn't there? I don't think. Pau Gasol was after Shaq. Man. No, Paul pa- pa- Gasol was after Shaq. Yeah. Gasol came to the Lakers in That's what I'm 2007. Saying. Shaq was still on that team no, whenever that trade was supposed There's to go no through. Way. Chris no Paul. Because Paul Gasol, Paul Gasol wasn't on the team. Paul That's Gasol. what I'm saying. Shaq was on the team still. I thought you were saying they were on the same team at the same time. So, so I was initially saying that, but oh, okay. it was Lamar Odom who was supposed yeah. to be. So Shaq in the was on that team. Shaq was on that team. Yes, that yeah, that would have been a crazy. It would have been Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, and Shaq on yeah. the same team running like, that triangle offense. Young, like young Chris Paul too. Young, like really yeah. athletic, really quick, pull up shot, alley oops yeah. for yeah. days to, to Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Kobe Bryant. Just... I actually wish that happened, bro. Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been really fun. Because be the year after that is when the Celtics put their team together, yeah. right? And the NBA willingly made their product worse by vetoing that trade. That's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. That would have been really fun with like the, the big three plus Rondo <laughs> and the Celtics versus that Lakers Dude, team. Yeah, especially like a team like the Lakers that has made the NBA so much money. Like that's if true. they're good, the NBA makes way more money. Yeah. So it's crazy. like why veto that trade? But All right, anyway. I've had enough NBA talk. All right. I'm gonna move into a little bit of major league baseball talk. We're in the uh at the end of the playoff race. We how many how many days we got left, Gabe? Uh, four, four day, really four total five. days. Five. When when is the first wild card game? You know, uh, I don't know the exact date. Okay, I just know um next week playoff start. I'm pretty sure this is the wild cards next week, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so after that, so there's the games that are going on tonight and tomorrow, and then there's three more games after that. So pretty much by the end of the week, end of next week, like the season's over. Gotcha. Um, so walk us through kind of what the what the playoff standings are looking like and which teams are in it, which teams are fighting for it, that kind of thing. What's going on? So let's see. Let me pull this up. All right. So right now, uh, let's go with the American League first. American League, you got uh, division leaders. You got the Orioles, the Rangers as of right now, 
And then you got the Twins. The Twins already clinched. I know that for sure. I um, I couldn't tell you if the Orioles did. There was, a, like, for a while, like, especially once football season started, I wasn't paying as much attention. The Orioles have clinched the playoffs. They have not clinched their division. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then the Rangers still have the spot, and I'm pretty sure they're fighting to keep that spot still. Let me go look and see how many games that they're ahead. Uh, the Astros are two and a half games behind the Rangers right now, so it, they got it. They got a good shot. I they mean, probably got it. They would have to crumble pretty yeah. bad to lose that. So I'm pretty sure the Rangers still got it. Um, and then as far as the wild card goes, the Rays have clinched their spot. Then after that, you got the Orioles, and there's a dude. There's a, not the Orioles. Not yeah, my bad. The uh, the Blue Jays, um, Toronto Blue Jays, and then after that, you got the Astros. And then, so what are their records? Or the Blue Jays and, and Astros? Blue Jays 87 and 71, and the Astros are 86 and 72. So, so the Astros are just a game behind the, the Blue Jays. And that's for the second and third spots yeah, in the wild card. Second and third spots. But the Mariners are just half a game behind the Astros. So let's let's say the Astros went out. But let's say Seattle also wins out, which means that they'll finish with the exact same record because Seattle has one more game. Do you know who has the tiebreaker in that situation? Uh, I was talking to someone about this earlier. I couldn't tell you if it goes to like a head-to-head record first and then total like total runs, or so they don't. If it's total runs and then head, I, I would assume I. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up and, and so see. So they they changed it to where they don't do like the extra regular season game now. Wait. Because they used to do that, right? Where you just you play an extra game at the end of the season. Yeah, but I don't know if it's different for a wild card though, because I know. Oh, that's for the division. I know okay. the. They did that. I think the first year was in 2020. Okay. There was a tie between the Cubs and the Brewers for the division, and pretty much, when I mean both teams were gonna make the playoffs anyway. The winner just won the division, and the loser got the first wild card spot, and that's how they settled that. So if it's for wild card i don't know i, I mean I, I assume it'd probably be the same okay but interesting um yeah so you have that and then Th- this is this is when baseball's fun to me dude this stuff right here this is because e- every game is do or die it's this just is fun it's just utter chaos oh and even crazier um wait this says today but it doesn't show me the score the Mariners and Astros are actually in the middle of a series right now, which oh, makes it even crazier. So they, they can't both win out. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's intense. But I don't know. For some reason, it says it's happening. Oh, wait. No, it says it's happening today at 940. Yeah, it's probably I, just started. Um, oh, so, yeah, it is. Yeah, so, yeah, I just forgot to refresh. Yeah, so they just started. Mariners are up 1-0 right now. I think that's the last game of that series, and then... The Astros move on to play the Diamondbacks for the the last three games. And aren't the Diamondbacks fighting to get into the National League wild card? They have the second spot. And how far of a lead do they have? Well, I'll, I'll get to that okay. in the NL. Um, and then Blue Jays, they got the Yankees right now. Uh, they, they start that series tomorrow. And then after that, their next... Three games are against the uh, Ooh, the, the Rays. Rays. So interesting. And then the, the Rays, Rays won't have. Well, the Rays could be fighting for the division still, so they might they may still be trying to play too. Yeah. So I mean, the Rays are at least they at least gonna be in the wild card, but yeah, they're fighting for that division spot. So that's kind of the rundown with the American League, um, and then the National League. 
Uh, let me get it up here. So you got uh, the Braves clinched, the Dodgers clinched, the uh, the Brewers clinched, um, and then for the wild card, you got the Phillies, which they already clinched their spot in the wild card, and then their record is 89 and 69. Nice. And then uh, after that, the Diamondbacks, 84 and 74. And then the last spot is the Cubs, 82 and 75. Um, the the Diamondbacks are they they got their spot by a game and a half, um, and then right right behind the Cubs is the Marlins. So they're the the Cubs have their la that last spot by uh, a game. And as of right now, it is, and I'm going to show my bias here because <laughs> I'm a Cubs fan. It is not looking great for the Cubs because the Cubs are in the middle of the series with the Braves, and then they have the Brewers after that. And then the Marlins are in the middle of a series with the Mets. And then after that, they get to play the Pirates for the last three games. So the Pirates have a favorable schedule. Um, the Diamondbacks are in the middle of a series with the White Sox, so that's favorable for them. But then the last three games, they have the Astros. So both of those teams are going to be like fighting to keep their spots in the wild card. Um, and I mean, you got, this is less likely, but you got the, the Reds or two games back from the, the last spot. It could happen. I mean, it would just have to be absolutely chaotic for, for the, uh, for the Reds to get in. Um, so that's kind of the rundown of what's been happening. It's going to be, it's going to be like an insane, Dude, that Last sounds week. fun, dude. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, that's the kind of stuff that excites me, bro. Just all just all that chaos when it comes to that kind of standing. So, oh, man. Yeah. And so, as of right now, the Cubs are. Dude, you know what? You know what though? Like the chaos for all that stuff at the end of the season. That's why I think every professional league in all sports should have a promotion and relegation system, like the, like the European soccer does, like. Promotion relegation system, all that stuff that you're just talking about right there with getting into the playoffs, it's like that, but at the top of the standings and the bottom of the standings. Just absolute chaos all the way through. It makes it so much more fun. I love promotion slash relegation. It's so much fun. But America will probably never switch to that. I have heard rumors that college football, people are really pushing for college football to have that in the future. Wow. That would be a lot of fun, dude. That would be crazy. I would love it. So, like, the top division would basically be, like, its own conference. So where, like, the first year it would have, like, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, USC. Like, it would have teams like that. There would be, like, there'd be like 12 to 15 teams in the top. There's no way. And then there would be, like, 12 to 15 teams in the second. And, like, it would be, like, two people get demoted and two people get promoted every year. Wow. Like, that would be it's, – it's never going to happen, but I can dream, bro. Like, that would be so fun. It would be an absolute blast. Like, can you imagine the product, like, the TV product that that would provide? It would be fantastic. Oh my that's never gosh, dude! That would be that's so good. So would the well? I guess since they're expanding the playoff, if if you're in like the top tier at conference, then you would just be in the playoff. Yes. So what? What I? What I? What the the theory that I saw would said that there would be like 15 teams in each division, but 15 teams at the top, 15 teams in the second, 15 teams. Anyway, it'd be it'd be by 15. In the 15, 12 would make a playoff in the 15, and then yeah. the three that didn't make the playoff would get relegated. Okay. And then uh, the other, in the second division, again, 
three would get relegated, but the other 12 would make the playoff. And the those 12 that made the playoff would be fighting. They'd be fighting through that playoff to get promoted. The top three would get promoted at the end. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, that would be that would be a lot of fun, dude. Like it, it really would. That would be awesome. But it's never going to happen because NCAA. I, who knows though? Like in the next in the next five years, we're going to see a lot of stuff changing. So we're just going to have to wait to see how all the smoke kind of clears from all the conference changes and realignments that happened. That's happening in the next couple years. And we'll kind of wait to see how the smoke clears out, and we'll see where it goes from there. But I don't know. It's all kinds of stuff that could happen. But the promotion relegation thing's probably not going to happen because it'd be kind of complicated for college because, like, these police recruits that are going to these teams, they're only going to be there for a max of four years, five if they get redshirted. So, like, if they're, like, the teams that are in, like, the third division – they're not going to be able to get the best of the best recruits because the best of the best recruits are only going to go to the teams that's in the top division. So, and, and they know that in four years, they're probably not making it up to the top division in that four years anyway. So it, it, it makes it a little more complicated with that, but I, it would be a lot of fun. I have some breaking news. Ronald Acuna is the very first 40-70 member. Dang, he dude. Just, he oh, just bro. hit it. 70 now, stolen bases? Yeah. Congrats. Now, now, freaking quit, you try hard. My God. <laughs> that's why he was still That's why he was still going, dude. Did that okay. just happen in the 10th inning? That, that just happened? That literally just happened. Like, he got bro. a base hit, tied the freaking game, and then... And then stole a base? Yeah. Oh, my God, goodness. dang it. Wow. All right, let's move on before I get pissed. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll start previewing the weekend now. What you guys want to do, Carlos first? You can do NFL. First. NFL. NFL first. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We'll do NFL first then. All right. Thursday night. We've got first Thursday night game. I've been excited for the Lions at Packers. The Lions are favored by. I'm looking at the wrong app. Are they favored by one and a half on FanDuel? Ben. Yes. Okay. Lions are favored by one and a half. Uh, I think it's a reasonable line. I'm going to go against it, but I think it's reasonable. Of course you're going to go against it. Um, man, I'm, I'm, this is a big game. This is, this, is, this is a huge game for both of these teams, but it's also a huge game for Amazon Prime because this is a big game right here. This is huge. The, the, the winner of this game has – it's only going to be technically a one-game lead, but it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel a lot more substantial of a lead in that division. It's going to feel like a stranglehold. The winner of this game is going to win this division. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's really that simple. Well, especially – You're counting the Vikings out, and I don't appreciate yes, it. Yes, I'm counting the Vikings out. I don't appreciate <laughs> it. Especially if the Lions beat the Packers, which I know they are favored, but if the Lions manage to – win the game in Lambeau this early in the season and take a game advantage and have home field advantage the next time they play, I think that's a bigger deal than if the Packers win. Now, it will still be a huge deal for the Packers if they do manage to win this game. I think it's just as home. big of a deal for the Packers, though, because because it looks like Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are coming back for this game, but Elkton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari are already ruled out. Both of them are already out again. Aiden Hutchinson's going to have Field days. It's going to be scary. Yeah, it's going to be scary. Um, you'll probably see a lot of quick passes, especially if Christian Watson's back. I would love to see some slant routes to Christian Watson and see if he can break break free. I thought um, you said his back. Like, I was like, what's wrong with his back? Oh, he's he's said, back. Oh, okay, he's back. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. Um, but anyway, so... It's going, to be, it's going to be a fun, interesting game. A really big game. Both teams... I can't believe... It. 
I don't know what Elkton Jenkins' injury is. I really thought they held they held him out last week as a precaution, but I guess not because he's he he would have been back for this game if it was just a precaution. Well, the, and I also heard that David Bakhtiari, all year long, he's planning on not playing on a single game that's played on turf. But yeah. this game's on grass, so it's like I guess he must have some kind of injury on top of it. I don't. He, he's probably just not playing until the NFL bans turf. On, probably he's probably on strike. Honestly. Yeah, he's he's being frustrated, um, bro. But we, another thing that helps the Packers out is David Montgomery is supposed to be back this game for the Lions. That's so good. I actually think that helps the Packers That's out. That's good, yes. Because it'll take Jameer Gibbs off the field. Yes, I completely agreed. Um he's he's uh, he's pretty overrated as a run. David Montgomery is not very good. David Montgomery, James Conner. Same person. <laughs> You're right. It is the same person. They both are absolutely horrible that get propped up so highly in fantasy football because they always just fall two yards forward into the end zone. So It's true. It's a big game. Keep your eye on it. All right, moving on. Falcons at Jaguars. Jaguars are favored by three. Are we going to see the Jaguars look really bad again, or are we going to see them turn it around? I mean, the Falcons' defense is good, bro. That's a yeah. good defense. I mean, so I didn't get to watch the games last week, but if you get beat that bad by the Texans, dude, I I don't have faith in you. And from what I've seen from the Falcons this year, they actually look like a pretty good football team. Yeah. So they could win the division. What? Whenever I saw this, I was like, "Wait, the Jaguars are favored by three points." What? So that was my initial reaction. Now the Jaguars are at home, but. I I don't know. I I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta just straight up won this game for sure. All right, next game. This is gonna be a fun one. Dolphins at Bills. Bills favored by three. That is an interesting line. Um, now typically, what I like to do for like my bets, typically like I like to teams that had a bad week the week before. I like to kind of bet for that team. And teams that had like a crazy good week the week before, like they kind of bet against that team because like things kind of fall back to even. But man, the Dolphins being three point underdogs is pretty tempting. Uh, Dolphins, that offense, as long as everybody's, as long as two is healthy, bro, like it looks unstoppable. Like I know the Bills defense isn't bad, but Waddle's supposed to come back this week. The Bills too. is, the, would you agree the Bills, like the best part of their defense is their pass rush? Like I know their corners are good Dude, too. I don't know because they have two legit safeties as well. So yeah, maybe it's you're like because right. I was thinking like again and, against the Dolphins, pass rush doesn't really matter. Yeah, because they're throwing the ball so quickly that you, you getting to the quarterback actually doesn't. matter. You're not going to get there in time. Matt Milano is legit too. Their linebacker, that dude is not getting enough respect. That guy, he, dude, this, this should be Sunday Night Football. Like I ish, this should be some I mean, kind of football. Man. They they can swap it out. It should have not this not this early in the year. Yeah, can. but yeah, but anyway, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait. It'll be a fun game for sure. You got anything to say, Tanner? I really hope Josh Allen looks good. Also, because if he looks bad, this will just be not a fun game. I don't but think he ahead, will Tanner. look bad. I, go ahead, Tanner. I kind of feel like the Dolphins are gonna win this handily. Of course you. Do. I speak up, bro. Kind of feel like the Dolphins are going to win this handily, honestly. Like I don't. So I don't handily, think do you mean be... like twenty points? Is that no. what you mean by handily? You mean twelve? I think the opposite. 
Well, well not the exact opposite. I could see it being. Oh, I could see, yes. see it being. Ten points to two. I, I want to see it, both teams score in the thirties, bro. That's what I want to see. I want to see a fight right now between these two guys. <laughs> I, so would, I, I would love to see like a shootout, and it'd be really close. But and I'm and I'm not. It's it. It you could very easily say I'm saying this because they put they dropped a seventy burger on my on my team last week. But I. Without this, this is going to show what kind what kind of team the Dolphins are if they come out and they're they're just like still like riding high on that seventy point game that they that they put up last week that they come in and like they just kind of don't play their actual like potential against the Bills. I could see the Bills just like pulling one out. Um, the over under is at fifty three and a half. I think I would take the under in this, man. Like, this is a divisional game. These two teams know each other very well. I don't think either team's going to move the ball super easily. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a little tougher than people think. And both teams do have legit offenses, for sure. But both teams also have a good enough defense to not stop the other team's offense, but at least slow them down a little bit, especially being an in-division game. They're the, going to care The thing them. is, like... Especially with everything, this is a, in my opinion, this is a nightmare game for Josh Allen. Because with how high powered that Dolphins offense is, there's a very good chance Josh Allen could feel pressed in this game. I think, and if he takes another, if he takes too many opportunities and he takes too many this, if he takes too many deep shots because he feels pressed, I mean, bro. The only team that's a nightmare for Josh Allen is the Jets. Dude. That's the only team that's a nightmare for him. That defense we'll is that, that defense is built to stop Josh Allen. I, I we'll hope see. I hope that Josh Allen feels the pressure. Because that dude plays better when he's under pressure. That's I, actually true. I think that <laughs> Monday night game against the Jets, he looks like he didn't care. And like the fact that Aaron Rodgers got hurt, he was like, Oh, we're gonna win this game, so I'm just gonna like chuck the ball around. Yeah. So mm. you may be right. Oh, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention on that Falcons and Jaguars game, that's in London. That's being played at 9.30 in the oh, morning. I thought that was at the Jaguars. Never mind. Why are the Falcons not... Well, I forget the Jaguars actually have home field yeah. advantage in London. In London, that's the Jaguars' home game. That's a bigger home field advantage than their typical home field. <laughs> that's honestly true. That makes more sense. I take back everything I said. The Falcons are yeah, losing. For sure. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Steelers at Texans. Steelers are favored by three. It's because they're the GOAT. I think this is the wrong spread. To be honest with you, I think the Texans should be favored in this game. Dude, okay. I, the Steelers are bad. Dude, sorry, Ben. TJ Watt not, is not... about to scare the absolute crap out of. Um, I agree with you. What does CJ Stroud? I agree with that. Dude, he's going to get the Texans I'm calling defense right now. TJ Watt is giving CJ Stroud his welcome to the NFL moment. He's giving it to him in this game. He's going to destroy him on CJ his stats. Is TJ Watt going to throw touchdowns too? Yes, he is. CJ, He's going to get a pick six, CJ, strip sack. CJ Stroud had his welcome to the NFL moment preseason week one. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. was like against, the worst. against Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, uh, but the, the, Steel, the Texans defense is actually good. And the Steelers offense is atrocious. Maybe the worst offense in the league. It's okay, that bad. The Texans beat the Jaguars. And the Jaguars look really bad, bro. 
Oh. He's trying to hold on to his AFC. All right, all right. We'll we'll talk about it next week. Maybe the lower scoring game of the week. I'm just saying. Game. Every time you all go against me, I'm in, I end up being right. But we'll talk about I it. I mean, next were week. you right about the Commanders last week? Not the all Bills? of you all were. Not all of you all were against me. I kind of was. wasn't me and you. Then. I said 35 to yeah, eight. I was no, like close. You were anymore. against me. I didn't say. All I'm not, <laughs> I not. I said all of you. I think in their hearts they were against you too. No one voiced their opinion. <laughs> you don't let us get a word in. All right, moving on. That's the wrong bro. brother. Bro. Bro. Rams. What made you think I was talking to you? The fact you were looking at me. Next, next yeah. game. Rams at Colts. Colts are favored by one and a half. I think this is the wrong. Another spread. one with the wrong spread. Correct. Yeah, this one. What are they doing? What I mean, the Colts are two and one, but they are bad. That's a bad two and one team. The Rams look good. The Rams do look good. They're one and two, and they look way better than the two and one Colts. without Cooper Cup. Yeah. That's crazy. So I, I'm this is concluded in my parlay one hundred percent. I'm all in on the Rams this game. I think this could be a blowout, but especially because Anthony Richardson looks like he's coming back. So I think it's going to be even more so toward the Rams now. So, you agree with that? Yeah, I I don't know because I like Gardner Minshew better personally as an NFL quarterback, but Anthony Richardson can run away from Aaron Donald a lot better than Gardner Minshew. Here's the thing. I think that you're thinking about that differently than you should. Uh, Aaron Donald is an interior rusher, so he's technically a defensive end. I don't care. He's an interior rusher. So... He winds up in different spots. He does, every but point. he's he's mostly an interior rusher, and, and he's not going to allow that gap in the middle where Anthony Richardson can just run down the middle of the field. I don't know. He's going to force Anthony Richardson to go to the edges, and Anthony Richardson isn't used to this NFL speed yet. Those guys on the edges are just as fast as he is, and he he hasn't learned that yet. He's not going to be able to escape those guys <laughs> up to the outside. So I think this could be a game where the Rams have like five sacks. I could see that happening for sure. I mean, they're not playing the Bengals again this week, Brandon. That's true. The Colts' offensive line isn't great either, though. But it's and, and the sacks aren't going to come because of the offensive line. I think it's going to be because of Anthony Richardson. Christian Watson will play against. The That's Lions good that they're making it super clear because it that makes it sound like that he's not even going to be hampered. Like he's yeah. good to go. Like you he know. better be. He took the first three weeks off. Yeah. Wait. Good grief. I. He needs to show up and just ball out this game for sure. I'm ready for it. Anyway, moving on. Vikings at Panthers. Another game with the wrong spread. <laughs> the Vikings are favored by four points. I agree. Another game with the wrong spread. I was just joking, guys. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. serious, bro. The Panthers' corners are solid. Jefferson's still going to get his, but he's not going to go off. Bet a Chili's dinner on it, my man. And if you can contain Justin Jefferson in that offense, there's nothing else on that offense. So, true. And they will give you the ball, and this Panthers team will take it. Like the Vikings are willing to give it to you, so like they're going to get the ball. Don't remind me. Yeah. So I mean, I I think the Panthers are going to win this game. I just don't believe in the Panthers' offense enough. I don't either. the The Vikings' defense is I, awful. I still, didn't. But. I didn't believe in the Buccaneers' offense or defense, and they beat the Vikings. Sure. So anyway, I, I'm. This is going to be. I think this could be a low scoring game too. I also think the Buccaneers' defense is better than you all think it is. Yeah, it must be. It must be better than I thought. But I, 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 I don't don't understand, understand the daggum trash that you all were talking about their defense. I was like, guys, their defense is pretty good. They were decent last year, but I, 
don't know. I think the Buccaneers are a bad team as a whole. But anything else to say about Vikings Panthers? Is, it, is if they lose this game, are you done with them? <laughs> if they lose this game, if you they, have, to be, done have to be done. Okay. If they lose this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm holding out hope, but yeah, if they lose to the Panthers, I mean, I don't. I don't know what else I can say at this point. So <laughs> I would say I don't even think the Panthers are trying anymore, but they don't have their first round pick this year, so I, I it doesn't do them any good not to show. Well, he's only out a couple weeks, bro. He's only out a week or two. But they said three or four. Who are you talking about? Right, he's talking about. Oh, I didn't even know he was out this uh, next week too. Uh, uh, ankle. Yeah, he's out for hey, two I, to three. I've weeks. got belief in Andy Dalton. Bro. Honestly. I think they I might just be holding Bryce Young out to be like, bro, we're sorry. We shouldn't have drafted you. Um, yeah. Right now, we're going to ruin your career if we play you. So we're just going to say you have an ankle injury, and hopefully we can get some protection for you next year. Yeah, yeah. most part. I, can uh, see that. I really think that's what they're doing. I can see that being the case. Not turning you. into a Joe Burrow, letting yeah. you get sacked 50 times in a season. Yeah. So. All right, next up, Buccaneers at Saints. Saints are favored by three. This is going to be a fun game. Jameis Winston is playing for the Saints in this game. Dude, I think Jameis Winston could ball he, out. He might team. he might go nuts, bro. <laughs> After talking he, about the Buccaneers defense is better than people think, I want to see Jameis Winston just absolutely ball out this go. game, dude. Here's a prediction. Jameis Winston, four touchdown passes, three interceptions. <laughs> that seems realistic, actually. It's it really so does. funny because it's not that far. <laughs> I want to hear it. Please record the pep talk that he gives coming out of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Like, I need that to happen, bro. No, oh, big news out of this game though. Kamara is playing yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. so it's his. It's going to be his debut. Um, and then Jameis Winston is playing against his former team as well. So a lot of headlines coming out for the Saints. So. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Chris Olave, hundred and fifty yards receiving this game. I'm ready. Moving on. Uh, breaking news: The Cubs just lost to the Braves, so that really hurts. That really hurts the Cubs in the playoff race. There, that's unfortunate. Do they still technically have the third now, or this? well, if the Marlins win, the Marlins will have replace them. What, are the Mar- are the Marlins playing right now? Uh, last I checked, they <clears throat> were Dang, in the Messer so. Messer about to choke. Bro, stop! Don't give me that shit right now. <laughs> He is in. I, I made the mistake of, like, scrolling. I didn't want to actually watch it and keep up with it, so I was like, I'm just going to keep refreshing Twitter and see what Cubs fans say on there, just so I don't have to see it. But I also realized that Vol Twitter also is a bunch of Braves fans, and they're freaking that's oh, that's true. Braves fans are a bunch of fair-weather pricks. No offense. Bro, I, I been, love you. You know. I love you. I, listen, I stuck Tanner, with them through the Tanner, hard times, bro. I love you, bro. You, you are... You are a great Braves fan, but Thank most you. of them are Fairweather Bricks, bro. <laughs> and if you're a Braves fan listening, sorry, I'm not sorry. It's that's what you are. We're, we're you, you come out, you come out, <laughs> and you want to be all, you want to be freaking deadly when the Braves are good, and you want to be all Braves is Braves that they're the best team in the world. But when when they suck, you're not there watching them. You don't care about baseball. Facts. No, that that's how Facts. it is. So, so shut up. Facts. Shut up. Don't don't celebrate this. You don't deserve it. Okay. All right. I'm done. Me and me and Tanner are playing golf with a Braves fan in the morning. Do you want us to relay the message? Yeah, tell him that I say he's a Fairweather fan. Okay. Yeah, he is definitely not. <laughs> Damn is. Yeah. Dan Miller? Not. Yeah, I don't think he's a Braves uh, I mean, he's not a Fairweather fan. 
Dude, he's I've seen him wear hats, the Braves hats, and like rock the Braves ever since I could. You just said that all of their fans are Fairweather fans, but the <laughs> two guys that you know that are actually fans, you're like, ah, no, they're not. They're cool, but <laughs> the, the majority of their fan base is Fairweather. Okay. We have gained quite a few fans <laughs> since twenty twenty. Oh yeah. We have gained quite a few fans. For sure. The majority. I, yeah. I can't say every single one of them. That's I'm, you can't do. So quit. Watching. So quit, bro. Quit being so nitpicky with my words, dude. <laughs> he's gonna fight. He's gonna the fight majority you, of you that want to wear a shirt that says Atlanta Braves, you don't. You only care about the Braves when they're good. And I will die on that hill. That is a lot of sports teams, though, bro. That was the same thing. That's that's a that's worse. That happens more often in baseball than any other sport, oh. though. Baseball has a lot of Fairweather fans. See, I'm seeing that more in college no one, football right now. College no, football has a lot. College too. football's terrible. Right. For no one can watch the entire MLB season. So then, whenever it gets to the playoffs, they just choose the team in the playoffs and it's like, "Hey, we like that team." That's true. That's true. Hey, if the Cubs miss the playoffs, well, I was going to say, are we all rooting for the Rangers? But Tanner's going to have the Braves. No. I'm not. I'm not rooting Rangers for the Rangers. Have, have Evan Carter. Bro. I don't care. <laughs> Evan, I respect bro. you, bro. You're awesome, but I can't pull against the Braves. If okay, if they, out, if they get knocked out, if they get knocked out, if they get if the Braves get knocked out, you can still root for the Rangers. But if they if they were to meet in the World Series, then I wouldn't blame you for rooting for the Braves. But you can root for the Rangers to win in the up until the Astros to win. No, that's no. Of course, I don't want the Astros to win. Yeah, at least not. I will be. I will be rooting for them. Well, they wouldn't play the Astros. Why well, not until the, the Astros? Uh, Astros aren't even in the wild card right now. Are they? Yeah, they are. <clears throat> oh, they are. Yeah, they uh, are. Okay. and so are the Rangers. But I'm saying okay. the the Braves and Braves and Rangers wouldn't meet until yeah. they go to the until World the Series. World Series. Yeah. yeah, so you can root for the Rangers up and. Dude, it's not. I can do. I you're you're, you're making it sound like a bigger deal than yes, really. It's if not if a it's big deal. like even if the Cubs were to somehow. Pull something out of their butt and pull it for the freaking Vikings, bro. So I guess I can do this too. So yeah, that means that's the, the Vikings are in the NFC, Titans are in the AFC. Exactly. That was the point the, that I was trying to make. Same thing. This is the exactly the same. So, yeah. Right the the difference is though the Vikings aren't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Stop it, Ben. <laughs> Move on. All right, back to the NFL games. Commanders at Eagles. The Eagles are favored by eight and a half. Not I think enough. I think this is a spot on spread. Not enough. I'm excited to see this game. Not even that I think the Commanders will win, but I'm just excited to see how they bounce back after getting blown out because that'll tell me a lot about how the rest of their season is going to go. So I'm excited to see this game just because um, you did physically put a bet on the Commanders to win the Super Bowl, right? Yes, I did physically <laughs> bet on that. Um, I think can't remember off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure I put it was either a dollar or two dollars for them to win the Super Bowl. And the payout was um was bucks. awesome. So but um if they win this game, I'll be super ecstatic and uh feel very confident about their chances to win the Super Bowl. If they lose this game and they look good while doing it, like it stays a competitive game, but they lose, I'll still be confident, like, I'm not confident, but I'll be, like, okay with my bet. If they get blown out again this game, I'll, I'll have a panic attack, probably, so. Yeah, it won't be looking good at that point, no. Because this is a division game at the Eagles, too. 
So if they manage to win this game, though, that'll be a huge like booster for them. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, bro. Put a Chili's dinner on it. Uh, no. Do it. I'll hey, do it. Another fun game is the next game, but fun for all the wrong reasons. Broncos at Bears. God. <laughs> the Broncos are favored by three and a half. And the Broncos just allowed a team to get 70 points. That's how you know the Bears are awesome. <laughs> and they're dude. favored by three and a half points. Oh my gosh, man. I'm I'm actually excited to watch this game too, man. I'm I'm excited. Let's I go. I hey, can't wait. We'll watch it together. Yes. Oh my goodness. What do you think is gonna happen, Gabe? It's the Bears. I think uh I think the Bears will win five to three. <laughs> I think they'll get a safety game. to win the game. Yes, I want to see two to zero. That's what I want to Just see. Run, Russell Wilson runs out of the back of the end zone for the Bears to win the game. We'll see, and, and yes, th- that's not going to happen though because both of these teams' defenses are just atrocious. Like the, both defenses are really bad. And so. just Justin Fields will still have more rushing yards than he does passing yards. Yes, I can definitely see that. It'll be he'll have like. Maybe 120 like rushing yards. 120 rushing yards and maybe like Yeah, yeah. now I'm just I'm I'm being fair to, to him. He'll maybe have like five passing yards. <laughs> fair. That's what, with like with like fifteen attempts. That sounds fair. What happened with the Broncos defense between last year and this year? Vance Joseph. You're gonna have to explain I, I don't know who that is. Vance Vance Joseph is their defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, and he sucks balls, bro. He is Was he not there ball. last year? No, he wasn't there last year. Uh, dude, what's the guy's name? Uh, a bunch of people thought he was going to get fired after last week. That didn't happen. The guy we had, the guy we had last year, he he was one of Hackett's buddies, and then we wanted him to be the interim head coach once Hackett got fired. But he didn't want to. I think after Hackett got fired, he didn't want to. He didn't want to like take over because yeah, he would buddy. He would have felt weird because they were they were friends. So, um, what is his? I can. I forget. I don't know how you pronounce it. Ejiro or something like that. Oh, no. He had, a, he had a weird name. Gotcha. But, yeah. That dude was legit. I mean, dude, even uh, even Vic Fangio wasn't bad. Right. And and it, it, like, too. Yeah. It's like our defense wasn't – it was like a bend, don't break defense. Like the teams would get in the red zone and then couldn't score. They'd yeah. just be kicking field goals all day. But this th- – this is atrocious, dude. Yeah. It's like, bad. it's just it's, – it's bad. With all the talent that's on that defense, yeah, bro. you got talent. You got Justin Simmons, Pat Sertan. I mean – You've got players. You no, know, he's knocked a couple people's heads off, and he's dangerous. But Kareem Jackson isn't, <laughs> isn't bad. It's bro, like you, you have to just be absolutely atrocious to take that defense from one of the best defenses in the NFL last year to one of the worst. And it's not not a lot's changed about it. You also have Baron Browning too, right? Uh, edge rusher. Yeah, I think he's he might be hurt right now. Okay, I mean. He's not like a huge name, but he he's a key player for that defense as well. Yeah, he's he's solid. Um, I I don't know, dude. Hopefully something clicks. Uh, if if well, you if their defense looks good against the the Bears, then it's not really going to say much. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I keep hearing you can't look bad. Like, no, if you if you look bad in this game, bro, everybody should get fired. Everybody gone, dude. I want this to be an absolute monsoon game, just because it's gonna be garbage anyways. So I want it. I want it to like just randomly snow for some reason. It's like in the middle of September. No, that'd be awesome. I, I, all I keep hearing this week is how oh Sean Payton has started out awful. Before. He started out zero and four before Russell Wilson started out zero and four before, and they've like both made the playoffs multiple times after that. 
And I'm I have they after 0 and 4 though? I don't know if any team has made maybe 0 and 3 for sure. Yeah, 0 and, 0 it was 3. definitely 0 and okay. 2. But maybe 0 and 3. Okay. I I I, I could have swore I heard someone say 0 and 4 today. But also, we'll see. Sorry. Well, are you good? Uh I feel like I got something else to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I was just rambling. It's also not a good look for Sean Payton to go 0 and 3 after calling out Nathaniel Hackett's performance. Like, like he was like, "That's the worst coaching management I have ever seen of like a team," and then now he's 0 and 3. Like, do you feel the same way that I feel about that? Or are you not worried about it? Or I mean, I don't. I don't think that. Okay, to be clear, that that probably was one of the. I I don't want to say like coaching jobs. I think he just let players. I think Nathaniel Hackett. That's what I'm talking about. I think Nathaniel Hackett let players get away with a lot more than they should have. Yeah, he especially didn't, Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Like he, he just let he let Russell Wilson bring his own like guys in his own, uh, yeah. like strength quarterback coach, uh, strength coach, whatever. Um, and I think that just that wasn't good for I them mean, as a team. It's worked better than. <laughs> What Sean Payton's put together so far. Well, with Sean Sean Payton has fixed what happened last year as far as the offense goes. And I I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but to me it seems like he's letting Vance Joseph do his thing with the defense and Vance Joseph is just taking it and he's taking a freaking wrecking ball through the whole thing and like destroying. Because that is I mean that the the offense is playing well enough to win games. Dude. So you're still you're not worried about the offense. You're just like, what the heck happened to our defense from last year? Is pretty much what you're saying. Yes. Okay. And I I'm I'm not putting the full blame on Sean Payton. Okay. And I think if you fire well, depending on how these next couple of games go, dude. I, I don't. If I was Sean Payton, I would be hesitant to fire a defensive coordinator three games into a season. Right. Yeah, because like who who's e- gonna replace even him? though everyone and their mother is saying why is this guy still a defensive coordinator? Like it just, I don't think you do that unless you're like, okay, this this is the season's lost. We might as well just not. But so that's I don't blame him for doing it yet. If if this continues on, like Justin Fields goes out and throws for 150, 200 yards, then honestly, oh, that's not very many. Games for him. Justin Fields, bro. Yeah, two hundred would be a lot for him. I mean, but if we if we go out and lose to the Bears because the defense crumbles yeah. again, then like it's okay. One, you just got to accept that this you're not going to make the playoffs, and then two, if you want to still tank, you might as well just keep it. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you this: like, do you think it would be better for the Bronco the Broncos organization if they lost this game? Like long term, do you think it's better to lose this game? Long term, I because this this game could be a tiebreaker between the Broncos and Bears for who gets a higher draft pick. And if you're and if you're both picking high, both of you are going for quarterbacks. That that's true. I I don't. There's a few quarterbacks I have in my mind that oh. I wouldn't care to have. What. Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future for Bears. Oh yeah, I think I think they're I think after this year they'll be done with them. I I'm not completely set yet on okay. on that because I I honestly I I like Caleb Williams obviously I like um, Quinn Ewers Quinn Ewers obviously and then that dude's shit. is Drake is Drake, Drake okay Drake May yeah. I was afraid I, I was gonna get that name wrong. I'm cool with all three. Any of those guys. And hey, don't rem- don't forget about Bo Nix up at Oregon. 
that dude's probably gonna be a first rounder too at this point. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think I think this year, no matter where we finish, we need to try to draft a quarterback. Even though like Russ has still got a couple of years left that you could yeah. play him. Like you you don't want I feel like in the past the Broncos have drafted a quarterback and then been like, Oh shoot, like we don't have someone for him to sit under yeah. and like or they or they just don't play him yeah. and it's very inconsistent. I think that the Broncos are in a perfect situation to draft a quarterback right now. Yeah. Set, I, set one year behind Russell Wilson. Dude. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. The Broncos aren't going to take a quarterback in this next year's draft, regardless of where they pick, because they're just going to pick Shador Sanders next year, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I think Shador Sanders is draft eligible this year. Is he? He could come out. This oh, year. they're they're picking Shador no matter what. They, it doesn't matter if they're at one or 30. They're going to pick Shador Sanders. But here's the thing. What's, I mean, what what's, like, what do rookies usually make coming out? Like, if you could draft in the first or second round, what's the? I don't. I don't know how much they typically make. I'm not sure. Quarterbacks definitely make more, but I, I don't know how much it is because he's gonna make more than his nil deal. Yeah. The, Are you sure? The, yeah. The draft, the NFL contract will be more than nil. The, these NF, these really good quarterbacks, they do make good nil money, but they don't make as good as what people say they do. Like they're not making a million dollars a year. Like, they that's make not it, happening. They make enough to get their family like. Yeah. If their ultimate goal is to get their mom like out of like buy their mom a house or something, would, they might be able to do that. I would say Quinn Ewers probably makes more or, or Caleb it's either Quinn Ewers or Caleb or Williams. One of those two makes the most NIL money in college football right now. And I doubt either of them make more than one million dollars per year. Are you sure? I, I don't think they do. They they be making you gotta think that when you're in college, if you're making seven hundred thousand dollars in one year as a college student that is an insane amount of money. Sure, Sanders is the highest NIL deal in college football. Five point six million. Yep. That doesn't uh, surprise me. I don't know if I believe it, dude. I, I I hear you see all kinds of statements about how much these guys are making. Dude, like I just do these. I just don't believe them. Like I because you I've heard multiple times about these guys making like a million here, or two million there. It's like, dude, what? Like I I don't like I don't know. I, and Sanders is a little more possible because of his name. Like he he can hold a little more value as far as what companies are willing to pay him. He, so he has a Rolls Royce, bro. Yeah, a lot of players drive leases with cars and stuff. Like for these companies, like that they don't actually own the car. So like whenever they graduate, they give the car back. That's probably figured into yeah, the NIL. It probably is. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but whether even if it is five point six million dollars, like he's gonna make you you make more money than that as a first round quarterback. It's gonna get interesting, and as because I'd like to see. I, I'm assuming the NIL deals start getting higher and higher as like this goes on. I de- I think they're gonna go lower and lower. You think they go the, lower? These companies don't have enough money to keep paying that much. It's uh, eventually over time they're, they're gonna realize they're losing money. Like it's gonna have to start going down. Like there's just not enough money to go around that high. Unless the entire, like, let's say, let's say Shador Sanders is a big enough name that, uh, let's say, you know how college football has Dr. Pepper commercials. Yes. Let's say Dr. Pepper wants to give Shador Sanders, let's say Shador Sanders comes back to college next year. And Dr. Pepper is like, hey, we've got, we've got a $10 million NIL budget to use on players this year. Let's take the entire $10 million and put it all on Shador Sanders. I could see that happening, but it's like the the business, like the businesses are going to have to take all of their their 
their resources and put it all into one person. So I could see like somebody with that big of a name, like getting that much money, but eh, you know, like I, I, I think long-term eventually like these prices will start going down. Um, it may stay about even like technically by the number, but because of inflation, the value will be going down for sure. Um, but anyway, it's, well, it's an interesting situation. We're on that topic. There's, speculation that uh, Tennessee's well he's not recruiting more like he's a freshman Nico got an eight million dollar like that was set up before he even I I do believe that and the reason why I believe that is because of these businesses that were putting all that money in we're not thinking long term at that point like Nil was brand new it's like dude we're Hypel's our new coach. We're excited about him. Let's put everything we have into getting this superstar quarterback. And they did, and it worked. But like long term, like all of these businesses that fund that NIL, all these crazy rich people, like yeah, they're rich, but they don't they don't have unlimited cash. Like it runs out at some point. You you can't be giving up eight million dollars every year. Like that's not going to happen. That's that's when. You have these schools that set up these what for Tennessee? Yeah, the collectives. Yeah, the collectives. Yeah, that that money doesn't that money go to that stuff? It goes yeah. to giving players. It goes to giving players nil deals. But what I'm saying is, is those collectives, like the people that are giving to those collectives, yeah, the people that are giving like twenty dollars a month or whatever, that that'll stay. Like that's not like that's going to keep going. Uh-huh. But the, I'm talking about these boosters that are giving like ten million dollars to these collectives every year, like. They can't give. They can't keep giving ten million dollars. I hundred percent disagree with that because they're just using this as like they're using that as tax write offs as like a mm. charity type thing. No, it given to the collectives is not a charity. You do not get that as a charity tax write off. Are you sure? Yes, that is that is boosting a school. Like that that that's not the same as giving money to the school. Like if you give money to the school when you're when you're a school booster, you yeah. do get that as a tax write off because you're giving money to a to so a university. What's the difference? Collective is technically separate from the school. That the the schools are not allowed to pay the players still. Yeah, but they're still donating to an organization. And then that organization is paying the players. No, it's not no, technically. They're the giving money to a business. The collective is treated as if it's its own business. And yeah. that, that business is paying these students, these these athletes for, That's what I'm for doing other acts. It's so not a charity. They those people are profiting a separate business. Like the individuals themselves are still getting tax breaks for donating to that business, ben, and then the business is paying the players. Why would you get tax write off for giving money to a business? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you do. No, you do get tax write offs for giving money to certain kinds of businesses, but to give it to a collect, I, I I seriously doubt that. Like it's they're okay. you're so like let's say one of these boosters decides that he wants to give. Five million dollars to Coca Cola. Is he going to get a tax write off for that? I think you can. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you get a tax write off for that? So, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure you can get a tax write off for that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, obviously, these crazy rich people. If there was a it, way to make that work, they would figure if, it out. If, but I, I think if you're donating person to person, you don't get tax write off. But if you're donating to a business, you can get tax write off for that. I don't know. I know that whenever I look at the taxes every year, 
the tax write-off section that I see, it says to charities slash like religious institutions. So how how could how could a well, you're also a W two. You're not a 1099. You're not anything like that. Well, I'm talking he's about. Talking, I'm talking, I do have 1099s as well. I'm talking about 1099s and W twos. Hey. But, oh, you do have to file 1099. Yeah. Because of. But when it, in the at the end of the whatever, I lost my. I went blank for a second. You can't tell me Tennessee football isn't a spiritual thing. To, yeah. That that is a spiritual experience for me. Oh. <laughs> to the Tennessee fans, it sure is. I believe it. Anyway, yeah. so, thank you for bringing us I, back home. Anyway, I'm not willing. I'm not willing to <laughs> die on this hill. Fantastic. I don't know enough about tax write-offs, but I'm just saying. I think that you can. I'm not willing to die on the hill because I'm not. Leave it to game, problem. <laughs> All right, moving on. Back to the NFL games. All right, Bengals at Titans. Another interesting one. Bengals are favored by two and a half. Hey, but keep this in mind. We've got the Titans as a home underdog again. Let's go. Hey, hey. I, 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 I is going to come across this table, bro. <laughs> I mean, something about Vrabel as a home underdog, bro. Watch out. What, what do you think, Tanner? What do you think, man? Honestly, this could be the game. This could be a game that I can see as well. Legit. And I know I said that against the Browns last week. I know I did. But like I said, it's literally the games that nobody expects us to win that that we can pull off. You're right. If it is going to happen, the first thing that's got to happen is Sean Murphy Bunting has got to be on Jamar Chase all day long. All day long. I think he'll still get cooked by Jamar Chase. Uh, well, He's good. He's not that good. The thing that Well, the thing that's going to take a lot of pressure – off is we have got to get home. We have got to take advantage of how bad that offensive line is. Mm-hmm. We, we have got to, we have to bare minimum five, six sacks in this game if we're going to win this game. Here's what we I have to. We've got to make, especially where, obviously, I, I would never wish injury on anybody. I, I would never. But with Joe's ankle injury, Cat I know injury. he's going to yeah. is it cat oh it's, yeah. so it's cat with his calf injury I know he's going to be slower right and like I said I'm obviously not wishing injury when I say this but we got to take advantage of that here's how here's how I think the Titans should take advantage of that is you're right about the pass rush obviously they need to get there but I think the the secondary coverage needs to be playing press they need to be playing yeah. tight to okay. take those quick passes away now I trust that's going to open things up to Jamar Chase. Absolutely burning somebody in oh point five. Would you shut up about Jamar Chase? I'm so tired. Did you? You did you? Bro, I'm, I'm assuming you, you are crazy, dude. I, you are crazy. I love Jamar Chase, and I think he's the best receiver in the league. I said that what last season. About as far as fantasy, just tired of this dude thinking Jamar Chase is Jesus, bro. You just said he's the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I think he is, but I'm trying to say. Like, what did you say? You're over here saying he's Jesus, like walking on water that? and stuff, bro. Yeah. I, I never said he's the best receiver in the NFL. You just said that. That wasn't me. Yeah, I think he's better than Justin Jefferson. I think he's the best receiver of all time. <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand what you're upset about. 
I just what's your argument here, bro? I, I don't even know. I'm just tired of hearing every you want any reason just to yell at this man. I yeah, I understand. <laughs> every every bone in my body, I every <laughs> word out of this dude's mouth is just absolutely <laughs> praising Jamar Chase. You and it, him too. Yeah, but I also have him as a bust from fantasy long football. And dude has been bad all season and had one good game That's last week. And he's not bro. fantasy football right now. You praised him in the wrong way. I'm talking about right now. I'm against saying, the Titans okay, this so, week, he could be a problem. Okay. We, I'm just saying. We, we have to talk about other things besides arguing about Jamar Chase. We haven't <laughs> talked about Jamar Chase hardly at all. And then dude has one good game. And then you're like. Oh my god, Jamar Chase is going to kill the Titans, bro. I said that Jamar Chase could be a problem for the corners for the Titans to carve. And I'm saying... So are all of their other receivers. Yes, their other receivers are great too. But uh, what I was saying is the Titans need to play press... And they just need to take the risk of the possibility of Jamar of, of the offensive line holding up long enough for Jamar Chase to get past whoever's okay. guarding him. That may, that's probably going to happen once in this game. That that was my problem. Like, why does it have to be Jamar Chase that gets past him? Why because can't it be the, T. Higgins it or Kyle or Tyler Boyd? It T. could Higgins be. Dropping everything. So then, why are you only saying Jamar, Jamar Chase? Chase is the most likely? I didn't want to name. Just go through a name. You could have just them. said any of their receivers. This is. We could have just said all of them. What are y'all arguing about so at this point, Ben? Just I, continue. I'm tired. I really don't bro. understand what your problem. Jamar Chase is the most likely to destroy his guy instantly. The other guys can do it too, but he's the most likely to do that. Goodness gracious! Ben is literally complaining about this, but also saying that he's the best receiver in the. I just, I, I my mind hey, is blown. What if we bet on the game? Can I finish my point? Yeah, go ahead. What if we bet on the game? Yeah. What are you trying what to bet? Make on? your bet. What are you trying to bet on? Uh, if the. If the Bengals win, I got a Joe Burrow jersey up there you can wear. While okay, we record if the, the Titans, next podcast. If the Titans win. That won't hurt you, though. Yeah. If the Titans win, that, that, If the Titans I get, I get, I get out of this. Dude, I, I was just sitting here and I was no. like. Dude, do I have to order Patrick Mahomes jersey online, bro? No, no, bro. No. No. Yes, dude. No. Wait, what is it? No. I said he has to order Patrick Mahomes jersey online and make you wear it. What, I mean, it isn't even, not even the same team. I'll do. I'll tell you what. I'll do. Well, hang on, bro. I was gonna say something like, "I'll buy you a Chili's dinner or something." It's kind of boring, though. Or, See, but no, okay. No, we're supposed to go to a tight. I might. Well, it wouldn't be fair if I was like, "I'll buy your ticket to the Titans game." What if I like I cover your? That's not beverages see, at the Titans. Game. You gotta think. No, no. You have to that's think about. One. That's actually a good one. But you gotta think about like the humiliation that you're gonna put me through. Like, you realize I'm still going to therapy over that Titans-Bengals game. What Joe Burrow done. No, not Joe Burrow. What Ryan Tannehill done to me. So, the Bengals hold a very soft place in my heart right now. And you're going to make me wear a Bengals jersey. What would be better better than making him wear a Bengals jersey is making him wear a Ryan Tannehill jersey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, especially if Ryan Tannehill plays Wait, wait, hold on. If the, Dude, if the Titans lose this game, if the Titans lose this game, Tanner, when you go to the Titans game, you have to buy a Ryan Tannehill jersey. Yes. What do you, I get out of this if, if they if win, the though? Titans, like what? If the Titans win, he has to buy you the jersey of your choice. Okay, I feel like that's fair. Are you down? Speaking as someone that has no money, are in you the down? Bed. Are you down for that? <laughs> Cause you, so, what you got to think about this. those jerseys are expensive. Uh, that's what I was gonna say, bro. Yeah. Like you, you got, got the jerseys up there. Like it's it's less expensive for me to buy you okay. a few beers than. Okay. 
Okay. I mean drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but beverages. <laughs> the Coca-Cola. I mean, we could just do we could just do a drink bet. If they if the Titans win, you buy my drinks. If the Bengals win, you buy I buy yours. I just wanted to see you in a Bengals jersey. No, bro, I cannot. No, well, like I cannot. What I could have said when we go to the Titans game, you gotta wear the Bengals jersey. No. Oh my god. Bro. No. That's why I was like, hey, when we record next time, then like you would wear it in front of us. No, but what do I get out of this though? Like the Nothing. humiliation. No. <laughs> anyway, so the Titans, obviously the pass rush has got to get home. Ryan Tannehill cannot throw up another AFC championship game. Um because this may be, I'm pretty sure. Unless uh maybe I blocked it out. Is this the first no, this isn't the first time we played the Bengals since that AFC championship game. We played in regular season yeah, last year. I think you did. I'm pretty sure we did. Um, but anyway, and I know they beat us. So, yeah, uh, pass rush has got to get home. Uh, got to get the run game going. Derrick Henry has got to get going because he did not, which I don't fault him whatsoever, just the offensive line. Um, pretty sure Peter Skaronsky is still going to be out. So we've got to protect Tannehill and give him time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling... I'm nervous, but at the same time, I'm feeling good because, like I said, man, this is the game that the this is the kind of game that the Titans would end up winning. It's possible. So. I just looked at the tickets for this game. the The cheapest ticket for the ab- absolute worst seat worst seat in the house is ninety six dollars. Let's go. It's like, good lord, bro. let's go, bro. I don't care. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. You can't see the game from there. I, I've they, got bin- I'll buy binoculars. They don't like dunks on the field, bro. I don't. Oh, you can go if you want to. You obviously haven't been to a game in Neyland, bro. Oh, I have with you, but we didn't see it. We didn't see the very top. Though. When did y'all go to a game in Neyland? Was, I think he might have still been in high school. Oh. So we went to a couple actually. Went to uh, Tennessee, Florida, and Tennessee, Kentucky, and Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Wow. Speaking of bets, we made a bet for the Tennessee, Kentucky game. Yeah. What'd y'all do? Uh, if I don't remember what ha- what would have happened if you lost, if if Tennessee lost, but if Kentucky lost, I had to go get a picture. I think it was like a player of your choice. We really it was when Dobbs was playing, so I wanted him to get a picture with Dobbs, but Dobbs was taking forever to come out of the locker room, so we he got a picture with Cam Sutton. I do have yeah. I forgot about that. I do have a bet with a guy at church because he's a massive Saints fan. I do have a bet with him. So if I'm pretty sure if I um if the Saints have a better record than the Titans at the end of the year. I have to post a picture on Facebook of me wearing a Saints beanie. Oh, you're screwed. That and was if, a he, if the Titans have a better record than the Saints, um, I think he has to. Let's see. I think he pays. I think he's paying me for it, like a hundred bucks or something like that. You're so not winning It's this easy bet. money, bro. You're, you're not winning this bet. It's not one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think we need to talk about this as a podcast right now, Tanner. I think you need to clear every <laughs> bet you make with the podcast before you make Bro, it. No, I'm one. I'm confident in this bet. Oh my gosh, dude! You were also confident that See, Tom Brady every, was going to win another Super here's Bowl. Here's the thing: he is, bro. Every bet that you make and that you're so confident about, the odds makers disagree with you every time. Every that, I don't look, and if every bet you make, the odds makers disagree with you, you're probably not doing a very good job. I don't, look, I don't, I don't care about the odds makers. It's in here, bro. This is the odds makers, smart bro. People. This is the odds makers, bro. Right in here. That's how you lose money. That's exactly. I'm pointing to my heart that everybody can't see. 
But yeah, that's how that's how the Titans. I feel like that's how the Titans win this game. So this is the money maker. This is the money maker, bro. Right here. All right, we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next game: Ravens at Browns. FanDuel, as usual, just a terrible app. So terrible, you can't even bet on the spread right now. It's not available. But DraftKings, the superior app, has uh, the, the Browns favored by three points. Very much superior. This is just trying to piss me off at this point. <laughs> what, what, that, what is going on? <laughs> oh, no. I'm just... <laughs> Gabe's right. I just want to yell at Brandon. Everybody on? gets in those kind of moods, man. It's okay. It's happening. It's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What do you want FanDuel to fix? Just say it. Everything. That's no. your entire Say one thing, and then next week FanDuel will have it fixed. That's how it works. Okay. I want every NFL game, me to actually be able to bet on them. That. Okay. They'll have that next week. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. All right. They'll fix it next week. Okay. Now, you might have anything to say at Ravens at Browns. I think this is going to be ugly. <laughs> uh... No, yeah, it's going to be ugly football. I think um, I think the Ravens' offense is a little bit better than the Browns' offense, and I think the Browns' defense is a little bit better than the Ravens' defense. Yeah. So, I don't know who's going to win this game. game. I don't know. I'm staying away from it. If it comes down to a field goal, Justin Tucker ain't missing another one. Unless it, if it's 60 yards, he may not have the leg anymore. He may not be able to hit it that far. I'm not... Well, you every, watch it. You watch games. Everything that comes out of Brian's no. mouth is making. Me he he came up short on a sixty-one yard field goal. That's okay. why he said that. that. That happened once, bro. But like, it did come up. I'm once, not, not going to bet against him again. Like, mm-hmm. I and until he like does this consistently, I'm not. I'm not going to like bet on. But six, that six, kick was dead. Dead I center, bro. Yeah, yeah I would agree center. with you if he missed it left or right, but he left it short. Like that's not like a focus thing. Like that's just a leg thing. He may have just not put enough on it. Like, he uh, may, honestly, like... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how... If he literally just has that much leg, he can just not put enough on a 61-yard field goal. Yeah. Like... I mean, it's still impressive. 100%. If it was a 59-yard field goal, he would have made it. How old is he? What's that? 30, 30, 31. Yeah, he's, he's like prime kicker age right now. Oh, but then yeah, but then I don't think his leg strength is an issue. I mean, sixty-one, sixty-six. He had against the Lions. There's so much sixty-six that, that was indoors, though. Was it sixty-six? Yeah, I think it was sixty-six. There's so much that goes. No, maybe, into I think maybe sixty-five. God, but shut up. He asked me a question. Go. There's so much that goes into a kick that, like, judging a dude based on one kick is just the dumbest thing you can. None of us are doing that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. None of us are doing. Can I do the next game? Sure. Let's see. Next game, we got Elizabethan High School at Dobbins Bennett. Yes, let's go. Hey, that's going to be a good game, dude. Well, it's, we, we, game. we seriously can't talk about this. Game. They face Georgia the next the next week, oh. don't they? Yeah, we can't we can't talk about the high school game. Uh, moving on, Raiders he, at Chargers. He he actually can't. Yeah, okay. stop. He stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Raiders at Chargers. <laughs> the, uh, the Chargers are favored by five and a half points. Uh, the Chargers, I think, are going to win by a lot more than five and a half points. I I don't even think it's going to be close. Like it's, I I the Raiders are bad. They're really really bad. So I mean, anybody else got anything else they want to say? Better than the Broncos. 
No. I don't know if they're better than the Broncos, to be honest well, with they you. They beat them head to head. So, so. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders are bad. They're really bad. Chargers, you need to win this game by 20 points. You need to you need to wake up the rest of the NFL and let them know that you can play. Because if you, like, people will think you're a joke right now. So wake Justin up. Justin Herbert's I mean, washed. Mike Williams is out for the rest of the year. Yeah, that sucks. Really yeah, that hey, is. Josh Palmer and, and Quentin Johnson are going to step up, though. But Mike Williams only plays for one half of every game anyway. So it's not like they're losing that much. I would drop him from like every league I have him. Nobody heard anything you just said. Herbert from all time. I need to drop him from like every league I have him in. Sorry, I was chewing ice. All right, moving on. Patriots at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Or I hope the Cowboys get obliterated. I hope so too, but I ain't gonna lose. I think this game is going to be the lowest scoring game of the week. I think both defenses are going to play very well, and there's not going to be many points scored at all. Which you, game did you say? I was dropping Mike Williams. Cowboys and Patriots. Do you oh, think yeah. the defenses are going to have more to do with that, or the quarterback plays? More more so the quarterback play, but the defenses are going to have a lot to say, too. Yeah, I think, I think the Cowboys quarterback play is going to have more to say about that side of the ball. Or, yeah, but... On the other side of the ball, the Cowboys defense. The Cowboys defense is going to like the pass rush. Micah Parsons specifically is going to give Mac Jones issues. Yeah. So Trayvon Diggs is out for the rest of the season for the yeah, Cowboys. That helps. Season. That helps the Patriots for sure. Um, I think the spreads, I going a little too far the Cowboys direction. I think it should be more like Cowboys favored by three. I think it should be like a three and a three and a half kind of thing. But the Cowboys should be favored, especially at home. But all right, moving on to a. Another massive spread involving the Cardinals. The Cardinals at 49ers. 49ers favored by 14. Do we think the 49ers are going to keep blowing people out, or do we think the Cardinals are going to shock everybody again? I feel like this is like mad disrespectful after the Cardinals just beat the Cowboys, but I can't bet against it because it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, the 49ers probably are going to beat them by at least 14. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a good line. I think the 49ers team is just... That's the best team in the NFL right now. Um, I would just advise the 49ers to not make a video about throwing darts at Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> also, shout out to Josh Dobbs for getting his own jersey, bro. Yeah, hey, bro. It took a lot more effort than it should have. Right the applause. That's funny. Uh that video was so funny. It's great. I can't it's even so funny. order my own jersey. He like it, he did that the best way possible because he kind of took a shot at him, but it was like, "Hey, I'm not mad, but at the same come time, on, where's my happened. where's my yeah. jersey?" Okay, honestly, if he really wanted to get a jersey with his name and number on it, though, he could have just done the custom jersey with his name and number on it. Didn't that? That's what he ended up doing, right? No, he just walked no. out. He, he, he went to out. which I mean, if you're a player. Like, oh you yeah, I'm your player. Team. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna click on player. Oh wait, why am I not on here? I literally just played. Like, I mean, yeah. he's a starting. Quarterback. I just beat right. the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, yes, I, I thought the same thing. But next game, Chiefs at Jets. Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. Um, I don't know. If I feel like enough. I think that's a good line. That's where it should be. Yeah. Uh, mostly because the Jets' defense is good enough that I don't think the Chiefs are going to score a whole lot. So, um, what is a whole lot? The Chiefs—they're not going to five. Like they're not going to score more than twenty-four. 
24, I, I, I don't – you think that's crazy? You, you, don't, you think – No, you, they're they're putting up at least 30. You don't think Patrick Mahomes 30. is getting at least 30. At least 30. Patrick Mahomes is really good, but that offense isn't as explosive as it used to be. you got to think, last week they played against the Bears. Okay, that's different. They played against the Bears, bro. Okay, Dude, the, this Cowboys put up, the Cowboys put up 30-plus against I the would, Jets. I was mostly about, about just... But still, the Cowboys with Trayvon put up over 30. Now there's no Trayvon Diggs, and you're telling me Pat's only going to put up 24? They're playing against the Jets, not the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. The Cowboys put up 30-plus against the Jets. without or With Trayvon Diggs. Now there's no Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon now. Diggs is on the Cowboys, not the Jets. Oh, yeah, I got that. Oh, yeah, my fault. <laughs> what in the my world? Fault? You were so my passionate fault, bro. about I that. I was, too. I was willing to fight. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I meant, but, yeah, not true. Anyways. Yeah. I was right, but I don't know what I meant by throwing Trayvon Diggs into that. So, I, I was right, but. My thing with that is, like, yes, the Jets do have a really good defense, but the thing that makes them so good is they have – one of the best corners in the league with Sauce, if right. not like the best. If he's not holding, and then, but who's who's going to stop Travis Kelsey? Like that's what makes the yeah. Chiefs so different. Is like their main weapon isn't a receiver that you can lock down. They, I mean, if the Jets are smart, they put Sauce Gardner. Sauce on is him. not stopping Travis. I, Kelsey. I agree with you, but I think it could slow him down. I disagree. He's that's just, just going to open their receivers up. But their receivers aren't good. Yeah, but. I, I, I think if I think that's the best play for the Jets. I think that's the best thing they could do. Travis Kelsey is still going to box him out sometimes and get you know make some catches just by being bigger. But I think he's going to deny the ball more just often. Play a linebacker underneath maybe so he doesn't get physically out muscled and then have sauce over the top possibly. Yeah, that's I think that's what they should do. But anyway. Or just run zone coverage and have sauce in and that whole that whole defense is good though. Like that's not just a sauce Gardner defense. That whole defense is solid. Yeah. So, but most of most of the rest of their defense is rush defense and pass rush oriented. Yeah. So like it's mostly focused on that defensive line, which is a stud defensive line. But the Chiefs' offensive line is, I think, equally just as matched to stop that defensive yeah. line. So hey, is it? By the way. And anybody, like, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. Whenever whenever the Chiefs land in New York and they're playing, they land in New York, somebody on that plane is has on their phone is going to play Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. For like so, Somebody's definitely doing that, right? That's what the name of that song is, right? Welcome to New York. Okay. That's for sure going to happen, right? Somebody's going to do that. Just to, I'm already getting tired of it. I mean, it's going to happen. I'm going to be 100% honest. I love it. The yeah. amount of Taylor Swift songs that I know is probably like two. So well, I, I'm probably gonna get murdered for saying that, but yeah, "Delicate" is her best song by far. I don't Delicate even know song. that one. It's yeah. her best song by far. Welcome to New York. Gabe literally played it for us while we were in New York, man. Wow. I, I don't Shows remember anything about that trip other than speed walking through New York. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were speeding. I don't know what was going on there. It's All New right. York, bro. That's what you do. Moving on. Seahawks at Giants. The Giants are favored by one and a half. Are you off the Giants yet? No. No, I'm all for them. I'm still for them, bro. Okay, do you agree with the spread? Yes. They should they, they should be favored. The Seahawks aren't good. Dude, you sound like freaking Tanner backing the Vikings. Hey, oh, oh. The Giants have a win on their record. All right. The Giants all the Vikings don't have should Saquon have a win on their record. They should have multiple wins on their record. They're fine. The, the, hey, this game, this game... 
the Giants' offense is going to look good, even without Saquon Barkley. The Seahawks' defense is atrocious. With Daniel Jones, bro. And who else? Jalen Saquon may be back. Apparently. I'm pretty sure Saquon may be. This, this He's is, questionable right now. Giants but. are going to ball out this game. You wait. Actually, wait. I, I bet on the Giants. You sound like me Did saying... You really? you, better than Tanner backing the Vikings. You sound like me saying the Commanders aren't going to get blown out by the Bills. That's and what you, you still believe. Like. This is yeah. different. The Giants are playing the Seahawks, not the Bills. I'm still The Giants are worse than the Commanders. That's not true. Oh my! That yeah. is not true at all. Listen, we'll see, hey, they play each other twice this year. We'll see. We'll see, I've, bro. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've kind of got a back Ben on. I don't care if you back Ben or not. No, the Commanders have looked better than the Giants. The like, Commanders have at least looked okay. Looked, the Giants have Commanders played besides the Bills. That's a very good point as well. The Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the Cowboys. The, that the Giants. This, the Giants beat the Cardinals as well. Okay. Good for them. So, yeah. I mean, Ben. Like, they were they were down by like. Yeah, and then the second half, they obliterated them. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm pre- I'm trying to help you, Ben. I'm trying. Anyway, I'm trying. we have to. We don't have to discuss it because they play each other twice this I'm year. Tr- I'm trying. To, we we will find out this whenever they're done. So, oh, it's I'm with I'm with Lynch number one on this one. Now hey, we, we sorry, do it bro. like because here's the thing. I'm me trying and, to back Lynch me and Gabe. Me and, divided. Me and Gabe are incredibly biased here because we both have Daniel Jones on at least one of our right. fantasy teams. I've bitched him for big cock, bro. Sam Hart. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I don't know how much clips. Okay. Are, right. You all are going to completely disagree with this. Maybe Tanner will have my back. Sam Howell is already a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? This is bro, so actually, let's see his first year the, starting, bro. The weapons that... Sam Howell has is better. way better I than agree. the weapons that Daniel Jones has. I completely has. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Commanders' defense is better than the Giants' defense. Probably similar. Mm-hmm. Probably about the same. Okay, so the Commanders have a better offense, and they have about the same defense, in your opinion. I think the Commanders have a better defense. The Giants have a better quarterback. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, they have at least a more experienced quarterback, which... And Daniel Jones is good, man. He is good. He makes the right throws. He makes the right reads. Whitney's looking at the four. Even Whitney's playing. Even if he's making the right reads, what receivers were catching the ball? Wondell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt. You're underrating these guys, Ben. I'm telling you, they don't have a number one. You're right. They don't have a number one receiver, but they've got like four number two receivers. All right, they're, they're they're better than you think they are. I promise you. We'll see whenever they play each other. They'll play. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Bro. And then you're going to blame it on the rain if it's raining. You're going to be like, oh, the Commanders this only won so because they have a more aggressive defense and they're playing in the like rain. You didn't see the Cowboys and Giants game. The, the Cowboys weren't having problems. The pick six that Daniel Jones threw was in Saquon's hands and, and got popped out because it was wet. And then it ended up being a pick. Did the pass that Kadarius Tony dropped whenever Patrick Mahomes that's threw it to him was that because of rain game. too, or does different... Kadarius Tony just suck and he dropped a that's pass a that ended up being a pick? Game. Six. I'm not talking about Kadarius Tony. I'm not talking about the team. You're talking about a pass that hit someone in the hands that got dropped. That was a pick. No, six. it wasn't dropped. He the ball went into his hands and then whenever he hit, it slipped through. It's literally slipped through. It's Saquon Barkley. Are you saying Saquon Barkley sucks? 
Is that what you're saying? Because you're, you're backing yourself into a corner right now. I'm saying he dropped a pass. That's what I'm saying. No, he didn't drop a pass. The ball slipped through because it was wet and he was getting hit. Oh my! God. It would not. He would not have been released no. if it, if it was dry. I promise you. All right. Did you see the? I don't think you saw the play. I didn't see the play, but I don't have to see you, the play. You would agree with me if you saw the play. I promise. Anyway, I don't think you would. Go to the next game. I don't have anything else to say. It we'll see it. whenever they play each other, and the Commanders beat them by thirty. I can't. Watch. Guys, what game were we even going over? This was Seahawks and Giants. That's right. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, now I'm I'm all of a sudden really excited for the jump. So game. why are you so down on the Seahawks? They have an awful defense. Okay, that's true. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, I mean it's you're trying to debate anything at this point, bro. You're just all right. That's, I mean, the Seahawks it. have a good offense at least. At least their team isn't completely trash like the Giants. But that's it for the NFL games. Uh, we'll go over some interesting. Is Monday night? Yep. The Giant. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm having football, baby. Uh, Are we going over our... Yeah, we'll do that at the end. Okay. Uh, Next up is the interesting college football games. We've got number 10, Utah, at number 19, Oregon State. Oregon State's favored by three and a half. I've got that wrong. Uh, Utah should be favored in this game, for sure. I've got this included in my parlay. Oregon State doesn't look like a good football team. So, have any of you all actually got to see Oregon State? Yeah, I watched them with you. you, Yeah, Oregon State doesn't look very good, but... Anyway, I know. I just know you're down. Oh, this is that game's on Friday. That's not even a Saturday game. That's a Friday at nine o'clock. Well, none of us are going to be able to watch it. Yeah, either. I won't. Tanner might be able to. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, work. Yeah, so he'll see it. I'm close. Yeah, yeah, so I'll get to see it. Um, but anyway, all right. Uh, next up, Kansas, who's ranked number twenty-four. Kansas is at number three. Texas. Texas favored by sixteen and a half. I felt like that's probably pretty. Kansas is ranked twenty-fourth. They're not a top twenty-five team. They're not one of the twenty-five best teams. Why is Kansas ranked number twenty-five? They played against a decent team last week. I can't remember who it was though. They they beat somebody okay, but like I don't think it was a ranked team. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'll tell you another Kentucky blue blood that's better than them in the next game. Florida at Kentucky, number twenty-two. Florida at unranked Kentucky. Ah, Brandon, final score prediction. Well, hold on. Kentucky's favored by one and a half. Final score prediction. This is going to be low scoring. Final score, Kentucky 13. 20, Florida 10. 20 to 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll That's say a big points. It is. 24 to 14. I was going to say 13. Kentucky 10. or Florida? We'll see. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kentucky. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh. What do you think, Ben? 13-10, Kentucky. Whoa, really low scoring. It could happen, yeah. It's, this is going to be low scoring. It is. Mm-hmm. So, what, wow. do you, what do you got, Tan? Uh, gosh, dude. I'll probably say 48-45. No, I'm uh, Did Were you about to just say <laughs> Florida? Florida, no. Um, I see it. Let's see. I'll go 28-24, 28-24, Kentucky. So I think Kentucky will beat them. But I, I, think I don't it'll know be a for sure that Kentucky's going to win, but I know for sure there's not going to be that many points scored. I know for sure yeah. Graham Mertz ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to be the reason that Florida wins. If they oh, win. that's true. If, if mm. Florida wins, it's going to be because their run defense just it'll be because, crumbles. If Florida wins, it'll be because Kentucky 
has multiple really bad mistakes on offense. Because that's been their biggest problem so far this year. Like, they look great, but there's just been a couple of just like boneheaded mistakes, especially penalties. Penalties galore. And then some just weird fumbles, interceptions, just at weird times. Like, um, But if Kentucky loses, it'll be because of that. Kentucky's a better team. Kentucky is a better team than Florida. That is for sure. Um, but Which the odds makers agree with. But this, it'll be fun. Unfortunately, this is a noon kickoff. This does not deserve to be a noon kickoff. Why are you doing this, college football? Goodness gracious. Uh, this is like the second best game of the week, and it's been played at noon. Come on now. Good grief. All right, we'll move on. USC at Colorado. Number eight, USC at Colorado. Colorado's unranked now. USC is favored by 21 and a half. I'm on Colorado covering the 21 and a half in this game. Um, it was 24 earlier this week. I wish I could have gotten it during that, but I'll still take 21 and a half. Um, like I said earlier, I like going with teams that got obliterated the week before. I like going betting for those teams because the, the odds kind of help me out in those weeks. So you guys agree with that? Disagree with that? As much as I hate to say it, man, I think Caleb Williams is going to have a field day. So you think they're going to have more than 20? I think it'll be over. And I, I, I hate to say that, dude. Maybe, you think it'll still be a blowout? Maybe if Travis Hunter was still there, I would say it could be a little closer. Would they win? He's, I'm obviously Travis not Hunter squares that. up and down. He's playing. There's well, no well, way. Dion, Dion is Dion's not Dion Oh, he already shut, said no? Dion oh, okay. shut that down. Okay. Um, yeah, Dion and, shut that down. Um, I think USC, after seeing what Oregon did last week, is going to almost take that as a challenge. And be like, oh, you think you're all big and bad because you beat them by that many points? Watch this. Interesting. Okay. That's an interesting thought. I could also see, if I'm betting, I wouldn't bet on this, but USC is one of those teams that that could let teams hang in there that shouldn't. It's true. So I think isn't great. I could see Colorado being fired up after getting blown out and getting embarrassed last week and then, like, Coming up and like playing a lot better than USC is expecting, and then USC just getting. This is up. accurate. Like the over under this game is seventy four and a half. God. There is going to be no defense in this game. They it, said it, zero defense. It is Holy going cow. to be just an absolute race the whole time. It's going to be crazy. So it, it should be fun and entertaining. It could still be a blowout, but it'll be interesting. Uh, next game. Uh. Is Georgia at Auburn interesting enough mm-hmm. to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Number one, Georgia at Auburn. Auburn's unranked. Georgia's favored. Georgia is favored by 14 and a half. I think that's a reasonable spread. I think it's interesting enough to talk about just because Georgia hasn't really played anyone yet this season. <laughs> but they haven't looked good yeah, in the games that they've played. So this will be kind of their first, like, Oh, this is a legit football team that we're playing, so it'll be a good test to kind of see what they look like against yeah. the actual football team. Georgia has been starting out slow, and then in the second half, we'll we'll pick up some speed and that's true, and come out and like they just have more depth than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I I know they uh who did who did Auburn play last week? Texas A and M. Um, I don't remember. I'm not sure. I want to say it was A and M. Okay, uh, but. Like Auburn, I think Auburn's better than people think. I don't think they're great, but I know a lot of people were down on them this year. But I don't think I I think they're they're a little better than that. So I mean, I could okay. I could see Auburn potentially hanging in there for a little bit. I mean, 
Okay. I don't think they're going to win still, but they, I think they'll keep it close. All right, we'll move on. Uh, next up, number 13, LSU at number 20, Ole Miss. LSU is favored by two and a half. You got it wrong, odds makers. Yeah. No way. No way. I was about to say, I can definitely see Ole Miss winning this game. Yeah, this should be. I, I think I, I don't think I put this in my parlay for some reason. I Why? Man, holy cow. How did I miss this one? You all being that high on them kind of scared me, honestly. It, I'm not even high on Ole Miss. LSU's terrible. That's LSU's not a good. Bad. That's not a good football team. They're not good. That's that's why I'm that's why I'm all. And Jaden Daniels is not good. Yeah, that's it's that simple. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I hope you're right. I mean, that, uh, that, Ole Miss looked bad last week because Alabama's defense is that good. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I guess my concern for that is I'm just not as bought in on Alabama. I guess because of their quarterback situation. Neither, believe me. Like, like quarterback situation scares me. Yeah, I guess their defense is just that legit to just shut Ole Miss's offense down. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't really matter what their quarterback situation looks like. But I don't. I just don't think you can be a top five school and not have a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you may be right. I don't know. Which I don't think Alabama's a top five team. Like, well, I think Alabama's good, but I don't think they're top. LSU is a top five team. LSU's right now, not apparently. They, no, they're they're number twelve now. Oh, they, or they're, they're number they're number thirteen. They lost to Florida State like week two. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, moving on. South Carolina, unranked South Carolina at number twenty one, Tennessee. Tennessee's favored. Tennessee's favored by twelve and a half. I think that's a reasonable spread. Take the deep shot. I would probably have it more like 10, but it's close enough. Dude, I still think it's a lot, man. South Carolina's not good, though. Tennessee is coming out like Tennessee is coming out for blood this game, bro. I think especially to what they done last year and being at Neyland, bro. Tennessee wins this by two. Here's what I here's what I think is gonna happen. I think Tennessee is gonna run it down South Carolina's throat. They're just gonna run it and run it and run it and run and just gash them. I I think it's gonna Tennessee's winning this game by twenty. I would okay. actually, if I had thought about it, I would take Tennessee to cover the spread. Um, just simply for the fact that they're wearing their all black uniforms this game, <laughs> and they're gonna be fired up. They're gonna they're going to destroy no, stuff. Just to be clear, they they have black helmets to go with it. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. It's the dark mode. Yes. Is what they dark mode action. I haven't seen these. They wore it against Kentucky last year, right? Yeah. 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 So they have the orange, the orange they, team, right? Yeah. Just like, just I, like I you can count. Sure. They should have saved them for Halloween, though. Let's be honest. But I mean, just like you can count Man, on Tennessee playing game, yeah. bad in the swamp, you can count. You can just as much count on them playing good when they wear those black jerseys. They should have wore the black jerseys in the swamp. Maybe just counteract each other. You're not allowed know? to do that. You have to wear a light colored jersey. That's the away team. I mean, they can break the rules. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, unless Florida you technically come out. You technically white. could do that. You your coach would just get an unsportsmanlike penalty at the beginning of the game, dude. That's worse than that. <laughs> and, and you would the opening kickoff would be backed up fifteen yards, dude. Oh, who cares? I would yeah, wear the black jerseys every yeah. game, bro. <laughs> Problem is, if the if the coach gets another unsportsmanlike during the game, he's ejected. I don't so. care. Just control yourself, bro. <laughs> have have the get back coach. You the guys. The get back coach. The get back coach. The only thing that scares me about this game is I think Spencer Rattler is going to pick our secondary apart. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. You believe in Spencer that much? 
He's gonna rattle the defense. He's he's better than I was giving him well, than I was giving him credit for before. Um yeah, I'll just say that. Also, something that helps us is uh I think it's their best receiver. Like, one of their key receivers is not playing this game. He's okay. out for some reason. I don't I couldn't tell you why. But this is the same guy that against Mississippi State last week, like, was like running free multiple times. All right, uh, we'll have to cut. We'll have to move along. We're, we're going to have to make the rest of this episode go quickly. We're pushing it on time. Last college game that we're going to talk about: number eleven Notre Dame at number seventeen Duke. Notre Dame favored by five and a half. I'm taking Duke to cover that, bro. Uh, I don't believe in Notre Dame. I don't. Um, What's the spread? Notre Dame by five and a half. So I'm going to go Duke to cover that. It's at Duke. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a difference. Yeah. Notre Dame, no. Notre Dame wins this handily, especially after losing last watch, week, bro. Did you watch Notre Dame? Especially after losing last week, I bro. I, I hope Come Duke on, wins, but I agree with Tanner. I think Notre Dame is going to obliterate Duke, and it's not even going to be Maybe close. not even obliterate, but they're going to win this handily. I want to see Kentucky and Duke play each other in the college football playoffs. <laughs> Kentucky? Yeah. Kentucky, Duke, bro. Kansas. I need that Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, and UCLA. There we go. Dude. That's it. That's the fun. That's the college football playoff. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. All right. We'll go into our bets now. Wow, bro. You literally skipped Bama and West Virginia. Well, they're not playing games that matter this week. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we got to get we got to we got to do we got to make it pretty quick on our bets. How many yeah. bets did everybody make? Just one, one, one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess you made ten. Mine's not. Uh, I think I did four. She made ten. <laughs> Mine's just straight up one bet on one game. Okay. Uh, let's see. If I can, man, I hate. I hate Fanduel. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. God. Where is it? Okay. So first of all, I, I did a bet. I did some sort of bet on all the NFL primetime games this this week. But first, the Thursday night game, I did a profit boost with the Packers and Lions. Romeo Dobbs to have twenty five plus receiving yards in each half. Whoa! You think he gets that even with Christian Watson back and Aaron Jones? I don't back? think he does, but the odds are plus six hundred with the odds boost. So I liked the odds. Um, so I, I think those were enough to make. You yeah, think. more than likely, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's likely enough to happen that I liked these odds. That'd be over a hundred yards for the game, dude. Oh, what twenty five plus receiving yards per for each half? Oh, okay. I thought it was quarter. No, that's a half. little more like. Yeah. So I so I, I I'll take that. Sure. Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. So, anyway, I like it. Yeah, probably more than likely not going to happen, but with with the odds, I like it. Uh, he'll he'll probably be close to that each half. He'll be around that. Okay, I love how you are trashing me for the Commanders winning the Super Bowl thing, too. Bro, and that is like, completely different. No, I'm saying for for the odds oh, that yeah. I was getting not, on that, like, that that's why I bet it. Yeah. Do I actually <laughs> believe that the Commanders are the number one team to win the Super Bowl? No. no. Yeah. But I think for the odds I was okay. getting, I yeah, think they it's a possibility for yeah, them it's to reasonable. win. It's yeah. reasonable. Okay, continue the rest of your bet, though. Uh, uh, another one for su- Sunday Night Football. Uh, th- this one is one of the specials they had on FanDuel. And this one was called Plot Twist. And the plot twist is that Zach Wilson has 300-plus passing yards. 
And, and oh the odds, God. the odds are plus 1,400. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody dude, knows so, that's not happening. So $1 wins me $15. That's, dude, I want, can I take my bet back and bet on that? Yeah. I'm yeah. confident in that, bro. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to actually do it just because <laughs> I'm too lazy. But I, I'm confident in that hitting. 1400 I like it, man. I mean, like, again, I don't think it's going to happen. But I do. I think the chances of happening are higher than what the Ozmakers think it's hap- the chances are. So, anyway. Uh, what what do you guys take the next one? What did you have, Tanner? Uh, I had a 12-team parlay. No, I'm playing. Well, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, I bet on every single game in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Fandle will ever pull up. Okay, so I've got. Um, You're not finding it, bro. It's bro. Gonna yeah, I'm gonna need you to go. Okay, yeah. here we go. I got it. I got it. So I've got a five leg parlay. It's all college. Um, I've got Notre Dame cover it the uh, five and a half. Alabama, Tennessee. I've pretty much got it straight up. Uh, Notre Dame to win. Alabama to win. Tennessee to win. Who's Alabama playing? Mississippi State. So you just picked them to win? Yes. That's it? Okay. Yes. Uh, Notre Dame, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, and Texas. Who's Texas playing? Texas Kansas. is playing Kansas. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, and I've got five on that. So you didn't do the spread on any of that. You just did money line on all of it. Money line. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. the odds after all that? Uh, <laughs> two, uh, 2,429. Oh, that's still pretty so nice. So if I win, five, if, I, if it hits... <laughs> I put five dollars on it, and I will win one hundred and twenty-one. Really, man? Dude, Whoa, that's that's so. A good what, bet. Wait, what were the five bets again? Because they were the favorite. Was it a favorite in all of them? Yeah, it was and, a favorite in all of them, dude. No, no, I bet the money line. I'm sorry, I didn't bet. I did, I bet the money line. So yeah, Notre Dame, saying, every single one of them. Yeah, Notre Dame, Alabama. No okay. spread, not money line. Oh, spread. Okay, yeah, I bet okay. That's, that makes more sense. So then. Notre okay. Dame, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Texas. Plus, I, was say, I was about to say, dude, money line for for all those on that. Holy cow! But yeah, it spreads yeah. a little different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and give my third one here. Uh, the Monday night mm-hmm. game. I've got. I picked an alternate spread with the Giants winning by nine and a half. Lee, oh, my. and that's plus three thirty. Giants. The Giants to win by nine and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm confident in it. I don't think he has no, ho- he has no faith in Geno Smith whatsoever. I like Geno, but I think the Giants, I think Daniel Jones is just better. Uh, whatever, Ben. You are insulted you right now, bro. You, you, go you are insulted right go, now. Go into your bet. What do you got? <laughs> I mean, I'm just as flabbergasted by this as his Vikings takes over here. I don't even know what to say to you. I believe I'm, I'm just disappointed the, as a brother that the, you even see, think you that. You all ignore the teams, the defenses that these guys play against. The Giants played the 49ers. Bro, do week. you think the Seahawks offense is just going to score zero points? No. Who Who's going to score for the Giants? <laughs> Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Oh I feel like I've got deja vu. I feel like I'm just repeating myself every week to this guy. Goodness gracious. Go. Anyways, I have the Titan. I put all ten dollars on this. I have the Titans straight up beating the Bengals this week because they're underdogs at home, and I haven't seen anything from the Bengals that have made me be like, "Oh, you know what? That team's a good team." I haven't okay. seen anything. Granted, the Titans have played bad in most of the games that they've played this year, but at least I've seen like, okay, this this team could be good. And their defensive pass rush is good, but 
I I just don't believe in the Bengals right, this I, year. I've got to sell mine before my phone dies because my phone's on one percent. Uh, five leg parlay with the NFL. Oh, mine is two, bro. Packers, uh, money line. The Rams a money line. Panthers money line. Texans money line, and the Chargers minus five and a half spread. Yeah, that's, that's the NFL. Team, so if you're following, and the college one is Utah money line against Oregon State. Colorado plus one twenty five against USC, and Stanford plus twenty seven and a half. Uh, versus Oregon. I did not mean to do that. I don't know how the Stanford one ended up on there. I meant to put a different team, but I guess I'm going with Stanford. Oh, I did that on purpose, actually, because I went against Oregon because I did so good last week and for Colorado because I did so bad. I actually did that on purpose. Okay, so anyway, go ahead, Gabe. What you got? Uh, I got a three-leg parlay. I took Falcons money line, Bills money line, and Giants money line. Okay. Is that your only bet you did this week? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. That's it. So, why are you feeling good about the Falcons against the Jaguars? Um, Mr. Trevor I Lawrence, believe it over here. Bro. You guys are hating just because I went to a game. No, I, I backed you up, but Trevor oh, wait, Lawrence I, has yeah. not looked I didn't, good. I didn't say he was going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, it seems like every bet that I put in, the opposite happens. <laughs> Hence kind of why I bet on the Commanders last week. And then I lost. <laughs> hey, bro, it's I'm true. just saying, Russell Wilson doesn't have a lot of rushing guards either. So it's true. You're yeah, right. He doesn't, but he's throwing the ball a lot better. So I'm okay with that. That's true. You just, whatever you bet, the opposite's going to happen. So I um, hey, bet on the Broncos to win this week. You know, I might. I'm still on the fence about that, dude. I'm still convincing myself that they're, <laughs> that they're they could be good. Yeah, uh, probably because uh, McGlinchey like was talking to the press today and was like, he was with the 49ers last year, and he said that they started out like it was like four. It was like something stupid. Like they had an awful record, and then like end up winning like 12 games in a row. Bro, the worst like, possible. Different. The worst possible scenario for you all is that you all just come out and obliterate the Bears and then you all get a little bit of hope again for the season but it's just because the Bears are that bad and then you all end up losing the tiebreaker between the Bears at the end of the season because you all obliterated them in this game. The only time I would be mad is if we if we drop out of like the top five. You know what I really want to see one day? Is I want to see week 18, the last week of the season, a team like the Broncos and a team like the Bears, winless, both zero wins, and they play each other week 18. Can you imagine the TV? I would love that. That would be so good, bro. And then the game ends in a tie. They should flex it. They should flex that game (laughs) to Sunday Night Football. That would be so fun. Just expose Because I remember Sean Payton, I think a year ago, was talking about how teams were – tanking and there was one team that did it and they had like a one o'clock game and it was like nobody could really tell but then there was a there was a prime time game where a team was tanking and they all of a sudden took out their starters and everyone's like oh, what are they I doing remember that it was a, who was that i remember that happening dude i can't remember who it was oh it was the eagles it was the eagles yes they just completely <laughs> they I, they they were either going to have the two seed or the three seed in the playoffs. Oh yeah. And they there was one team they like the three seed was actually playing the easier team, and they like willingly like just benched all of their players 
at the end of the at the end of the game. They, yeah. It was it was the Buccaneers. They wanted to play against the Buccaneers instead of playing against whoever the they were going to be. They were a wild card team, and it was either play the Buccaneers who were the six or who were the three seed, or play against like the 49ers or somebody that was the four seed. And it was like if we win, we play the 49ers, But if we lose, we play the Buccaneers. We want to play against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. So they just benched everybody, and it was pretty obvious. Which I didn't blame them. I don't. They still lost, yeah. but it, they had a much better chance against the Buccaneers. But anyway, but it does happen. But I don't really blame teams in that situation. If you if you win enough that you have the ability to choose on that last week of the season, I don't really care because it because you should if you if you're the better team you should be playing against the worst team. Like the, only, should, time, the only time I don't agree with that is if you're the first seed because like two weeks can playoff time. Two weeks oh, is way too yeah, long to bench your starters, bro. I don't agree with that. Oh no, we're we're not talking about resting players for the playoffs. We're talking yeah. about literally trying to lose a game. Like the Eagles, well, in that case, you're one trying to lose a game, and I feel like you're kind of resting your starters. For I don't think that one was for rest. That one was they yeah. were trying. To that lose. one was to lose. Yeah. but you're also because because they literally because if they played their players, they would have gotten the six seed. But because yeah. they didn't play their players, they got the seven seed. Mm-hmm. So like they they wanted the seven seed for sure. Um, but anyway, we're going to have to wrap it up. We are really long today. I I did not think we were going to have a really long episode, but we did. Uh, probably because we, we talked a little while about the NBA and the MLB today. So we'll have to try to figure out a way to kind of cut that down a little bit going forward. Um, Nobody's making it this far. Ah, we got we got people. We got people doing some, 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 some sort of job where they just listen to it all day long while they're working. If you have, y'all are the real MVP. Yeah, real MVPs bro. right there. Hey, nobody, nobody left a five-star review, though. So, no, you're not the... You're not the real MVPs, okay? Because so, no one's making it this far, bro. Oh, they sure are. Hey, I've told them earlier in the podcast, too. I've said earlier in the, like the last episode. Like, I, I said it, like, near the beginning of the episode. Or last Wednesday, I said it near the beginning of the episode. I had to give one of our friends a free haircut just to get Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we, can't, we can't air that kind of stuff out, bro. Come on now. Yeah, now it's not legal now, activity. So we're doing, <laughs> now everyone's just going to be that. asking you for a free haircut in order to leave yeah. a review on the podcast. I ain't going to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-time thing. Get out of here. All right, I'm cutting this off. We need to get out of here. I need to go to bed. Me and yeah. Gabe, got, me and Tanner got an early tea time in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. It's like 8 I'll o'clock. Punch oh, both bless you your face. heart. You got to get up and play golf. I have to work at 7 in the morning. Yeah, I'll punch you both right. in the face. Leave me alone. You'll be all right. I do work until midnight tomorrow. So. That's, uh, are you taking a nap in the middle of the day? You, you know it, bro. <laughs> you know it, bro. For sure. I'm taking a nap right in. now. Hey, Craig, if you're listening to this, you're, uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> We're going to end it on that, I guess. Love you, Craig. (laughs) Stay humble. All right, see you, everybody.